from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, I have impressions of What the Golf and some more Metroid Prime Trilogy rumors. Oh, I think I can read that. It says choose one player, hold up an L, then press A. I must have the blue pages! Podcast episode 221, your place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourself, which is us. We are here. We're your hosts. I'm Trey, three nicknames Johnson. I'm Jeremy, four stars for failure, Mikowski. And I'm John, bring me the red pages. So many different colored pages going on here. Oh, yeah. Are there what other. What kind of phone book are you looking at? Is it just blue and red or are there yellow pages? It's blue and red. Hmm. No yellow pages. Hmm. Of course, I'm sure you're talking about Mist, which we will talk about at some point here. Um, does anybody have any updates about the world? Uh, I don't really, nothing's really changed here, I guess, aside from just trying to deal with the barrage of weird posts online and all that. that I've that got I've seen. Three, three days till whatever, till Impact, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 72 hours remain. Yeah, till when I, right, until I, until I see what happens when we open up for dining service it'll be outside but then i also like kind of like i've been saying like the safety of it that i'm concerned with is less about the people being there you know the dining the customers eating outside and more about the fact that we're gonna have to staff so many more people to meet the demand that it's gonna be hard to maintain distance in an enclosed kitchen yeah and it's probably gonna be hard to keep the people who are there within distance if there's a lot of people there you know Especially if they're waiting, like we're going to have a limited amount of tables and depending upon the demands, there may be a lot of people waiting to sit down, in which case those restless people might, well, get restless. Yeah. I mean, well, sometimes if you have like, I don't know if you guys will have somebody to like wrangle the line or whatever to try to keep people apart, like some grocery stores do, but you might not have enough That's going to be a very delicate line because... You know, we're a restaurant that depends upon the acclaim we get from our customer base. We're not like part of a chain or something, you know, that could survive some sort of like national controversy. Like if we're not nice to our customers, they're going to be very upset about it. Sure. We're going to have to make a lot of accommodations. I think that we haven't even considered yet. The general attitude of a restaurant differs from a store or a grocery store in that store you're supposed to get the people in or not as quickly as they can and they want to leave as quickly as they can. Restaurants the exact opposite. People want to stay, hang out every time. Yeah. So that'll be a different shift and uh, I hear let's find a new balance there. Yeah, you're you're right, John. It's uh it's people wanna and you, you guys are you guys are handing out like disposable utensils and all that, right? Like so you don't have to deal with 
as far as possible. I know, that's the way we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, it's going to continue to be sort of the carryout service, but you'll just be able to take your food over to like a picnic table and eat it. Yeah, and I don't know if there will be actual table service, but there's no way to know until it happens. And I haven't heard an update from my boss, but he would have heard about it today from the mayor. What the mayor had heard from the governor. And I know we talked about this a little bit on the bonus episode, but in Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot kind of put the kibosh on the soft open on the 29th. So yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen here too, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did because people down here just seem to be a, a lot more resistant mm-hmm. to any of these impositions and really are starting to feel like their rights are being infringed upon. You see a lot more of that. And I saw a lot of, stuff when i was driving around rural illinois yesterday signs up everywhere and uh, people driving around in golf carts with crazy propaganda flags all over them and yeah it was it was it was was wild yeah it's yeah i'm afraid we're kind of at that point where people are just kind of tired of of trying to stay home and they just want to and they don't care anymore and they're just going to go out and it's going to spread and that's what we'll get you know so so that sucks but i mean i don't I personally don't really feel the need to go out because I'm not really that much of a social person anyway. So (laughs) it's fine. And there's nowhere to go, you know, there's still nowhere to go here even. So, and even if there was much like you, yeah, much like your job where you work at a bar, you know, that's completely founded on socialization. It is a restaurant. So I'm not a super social person either, but by proxy, I have to be for, what I do. Sure. Well, I mean, if, if for some reason the bar that I worked at like open now and I, and they said that I had to go into work like this week, I wouldn't feel comfortable about it. You know, with all the glassware that we have there that we're handing back and forth to people, it's everybody's touching everything. You know, that's just how, that's just how it works in a bar. You know, it's, I wouldn't feel comfortable on the opposite, opposite side of being a customer. Like, I don't know if anyone who thinks that we're just going to flip the switch and it's it's all good and let's go back to normal right away. Like, what are you what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to sit home and I'm going to let other people be the guinea pig if they want to be the guinea pig. Um, you know, talk to me again in two or three months. So I, I'm fine hanging out at home. Yeah, it's uh, it's still kind of that way here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Of course, we'll talk about it next week and see what's come of it. I hope everything works out fine. You know, it's. Yeah, it's still, it's still, it's what is what is what it is, and it's we're just trying to deal with it here. But on a, on a brighter side of things, let's talk about some games that we got. <laughs> I started spending some of my uh, birthday loot on the eShop on the Switch, so I got. I haven't used all of it actually. I have it. I'm saving some of it. I have like about fifty. You had how much? One hundred and twenty. I had one hundred and twenty on there, yeah, and I have about fifty six left now, and I added another sixty actually. Because I was putting, because I was planning on spending sixty on Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which I already bought and and downloaded. It actually wasn't as big as I said it was originally last week. It's I think it ended up only being like twelve gigs, which is still not small. But I mean, it's not like twenty something like I originally thought. And apparently, I'm not. I mean, I'm not planning on getting the uh, Bioshock collection, but apparently that's going to be massive too because. From what I read, even the physical release of the Bioshock collection is requiring you to do a 21 gig download on top of the physical release. Yeah, and that's and that's with the physical. So what is the what is the digital like? What's 60 gigs or something? Like I I mean I know it's three giant games, so it's like I don't know. And for, and I saw I don't really this is a little bit off topic, but I don't really understand what's the point of even having the physical game. 
if so much of it is going to be a, a digital download. Right. Well, I mean, they they've been doing it for a while. Like they did it yeah, with. There is none. They did it with uh, the Final Fantasy X collection. They did it with the Resident Evil Revelations collection, where it's like half of the game is there and half of it isn't. It's just a weird. It's a weird thing. Like, yeah, what if you what if you buy this at a show, at, at, unlike at a used game thing in the future, and there's no eShop anymore? You still right. only, you only get part of the game because you don't won't get you'll never get that other part. You know, which well, part of the argument yeah. was that there are still areas where people do not have great internet access or any internet access. Sure. So maybe those folks walk into a Best Buy and they see the game, but when they get home, they have to download half of it anyway. So uh, I don't know. It's like it's like they're trying to save money on the storage because the because the the card is expensive to produce, and they don't want to like get a bigger one or whatever because it would cost more. Mm-hmm. But they want to like have basically when you're in the store, it's like an advertisement for you know buy it now and download the game later. You know what I mean? It's like having a physical presence in the store is the, yeah priority but you're really just downloading it and i couldn't i I had this experience recently when i purchased uh civilization i got really excited about it being like i think it was 10 bucks on amazon i'm like a switch game for 10 new switch game for 10 bucks and it's a cartridge that i can just pop in and don't have to worry about my Mm. my memory it ended up being like a three or four gigabyte file i had to download just to play it and i i very quickly deleted it so I've not played that game I, that I bought <laughs> because of that reason. Oh yeah. Because so in the, the future, yeah. in the future, should I want to pop it in and play it? Let's say 10 years from now, it's not going to work. I did the, I had the same situation with, uh, with the fucking, the game that I didn't like the, the Star Fox game, whatever that one was. <laughs> Can't even remember the name of it. Star, uh, or, uh, Starlink. Starlink. Yeah. I had the same situation with that. Cause I bought it during that, uh, the black Friday Walmart thing. And uh, I went home to my mom's house to play it, and she didn't have great internet there. And you basically play the first level, and then it says, oh, you got to download this, like, 10-plus gig thing after that to play the rest of the game. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it doesn't even – I don't think it even said it on the box. But, yeah, it's you, – you play, like, the first level, and then it's like you got to wait to download this other thing, and you can't play anymore. And I'm like, uh, weird. And it was weird that it didn't even tell me, like, at the beginning that I had to download it. It was like I played the tutorial, and then it's like, now you got to download this. I'm like, what? Okay. So then I had to move some shit around, and it was the same thing. I was hoping that since it was physical, I wouldn't have to worry about the memory, and then it ended up not being. So it's, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. I understand. I mean, I know I'm, I'm on the I'm on the digital side, hundred percent, and I understand people on the physical side who want to have something. You know, they just want to have something physical, and they want to be able to trade it in if they want to or sell it. Which, right? We talk. I mean, that's on our bonus episode, but you know, don't sell your games. But. Uh, <laughs> But that I understand that, but it's weird that it's that you only get part of it, and it's and I and you can already feel that now with some uh, with DS games and Wii games that have that have online components that don't work anymore. You know, it's like because those online services aren't there, so you're already feeling stuff that's missing. Like that Fortune Street game that I really like, it had an online mode, and I never got to play it because I didn't buy it until after the Wii online was was shut down. So, so I I pretty much only got part of a game, I guess, because I didn't really get to see it in its greatness from what it fully was when it came out. And that's kind of what, that's kind of what we're leading towards, I guess, you know, eventually the, you know, last generations, it's however long they, they want to spend on keeping the online service going and all that. And, and yeah, the whole like buy a game and download part of it, that just seems like, I don't want to do that. I mean, nobody wants to do that. I don't think (laughs) where it's like, here you get this and maybe you get like Bioshock one, but you got to download like Bioshock infinite or something like that. I don't know. It's, it's weird. 
But I, I did see I did see the price on um I, there was a Target ad leaked. I think it was through like WarioWare sixty four or something or Wario sixty four. And it said uh it said fit I think it was uh fifty dollars forty nine ninety nine for the whole for all three of the games. Which I think is pretty high still, considering that it's way cheaper in other systems. But I think uh I mean for that one, you know, wait for sale. Like I'm definitely it was it wasn't it wasn't hard for me to choose between the Bioshock games and Xenoblade because I already have I still have all three of the Bioshock games for PlayStation Three. Like if I really wanted to play them, I could just play them on my PS3. Like I already have them, so it's like it wasn't the portability wasn't that much for me. But for anybody who is like who hasn't played Bioshock, you know, and I don't know what I don't know what the prices for the single versions are going to be, but. I definitely heavily recommend Bioshock One to anybody who hasn't played it. Like I think it's really good. So as far as like if you want to play like what I what I thought was like a very advanced first person shooter when it when it came out. You know, I played through it I played through it in a in a few days. Like it just really grabbed me and I played it until it was done. You know, it was I didn't really play any other games, so I've got my eye on those. I've never played a Bioshock game. I heard they have really good stories, so that's something that intrigues me. Yeah, they're basically it's going to be a package, right? One, two, and three all together. Uh, there's you can buy them separately or you can buy them all together. Okay, I would get them all together. And I've been looking for uh, I was looking for prices on on the uh, on the other ones because it hasn't really they haven't done the they haven't done the preload stuff yet on on the eShop from what I can tell. So uh, I don't know. It's it's crazy because it's going to come out like this week. It's like a few days away. So, so I don't know exactly what that, but I, yeah, I went, I, I, I moved some stuff around on my, on my system, uh, deleted. I don't remember what I deleted, but, uh, deleted a couple things, made room, made room for a Xenoblade Chronicles definitive edition. I'm very excited to play it. There's actually been some news coming out about it. I've, I've read that people are playing it and I guess, Handheld, it's not great. People saying that it's not even up to 420p handheld, which is int- which is unfortunate. It's like 390 something from from what I've seen. I know that Xenoblade Chronicles Two got a lot of crap for having a uh, for having the handheld version of it looking a lot less sharp than the than the docked version did. But I mean, it's a it's a Wii game. It doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't bother me that much, but. That is a shame, though, that it doesn't look as good on the on the handheld as it did on the TV, you know. Which I think we talked a long time ago about, like when the Switch Lite came around, that we thought that maybe people would push games to more like make them look better handheld because they figured everybody would just do handheld, but they seem to be doing the same thing. So, but I'm 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 excited to play it. It's a uh, it's all ready to go. I also I watched a I watched some videos of of uh, trailers of um. Clubhouse Games and Clubhouse Games is getting uh, good reviews all over the place or good previews so far, and I went ahead and preloaded that game. So, and that comes nice. out that comes out the week after. So I went ahead and got that. So that was that was a hundred dollars of my one eighty that was on there, and then I got um, and I got what the golf which was on sale for fourteen. I think it's still on sale for a couple for a couple more days. I didn't, this might be up before the sale is gone, but I heavily recommend that to everybody. I think that game's incredible. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's great. It's very much like WarioWare. Like that's, that's the way I could ex- explain it. It feels, it's feels like a WarioWare game that isn't made by Nintendo. That's what I got from it. It's basically, it's one button. You hold a, you point the analog stick in different directions and you can gauge like the strength of your, of your swing or your jump or whatever you're doing depending on how hard you push the analog stick. And uh, it's just a whole bunch of games based around that mechanic. But it could be anything. Like, there's 
there's levels that look exactly like Super Mario Brothers levels. Like there's a whole part. There's areas that are that are complete like um, homages to other games. Like I was really surprised that Super Hot is in there. There's like Super Hot levels. Oh, cool. There's like a whole level section that is all fucking Super Hot. And there's so like it's all like white with red guys or something. Oh, exact. No, it's the, it's the exact game. Like nobody moves until you move. Like if they shoot, like their bullets don't move until your character's moving. And you can and you can find guns and shoot them, but it's all like top down. Like it's ridiculous. Cool. It, it blows my mind. Like fucking. I, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to give away too much of the game because a lot of the fun of the game, like any WarioWare, is just finding like the different level. The different levels are going to throw at you. But there is a. I did kind of laugh. There's a Flappy Bird level in there too, like right next to oh, the uh, to the Mario red. Brothers one. They have the fucking Flappy Bird. But like it was, I was surprised by all the shit that was referenced. Like they referenced like Rocket League, uh, Katamari Damacy, Super Mario Brothers, Flappy Bird, Super Hot Portal. There's a whole like section of portal levels, and where you can create portals and go through them and do different stuff. It's like it's like wow, okay. It's like all of these games that we remember, memorable games, they've all, they're all like utilized in this game in some way. And it's, you know, since it's called golf, it says super putt instead of super hot. But no, it's, they're not hiding it. They know they're, they know they're doing super hot. Yeah. And it's the white and red thing. And actually every level in the game and what the golf is, there's, there's three different versions of the game. Like you play, you play the level the regular way. And then there's a secondary one that's a different challenge. And then there's like a third or fourth one. Some of them have four. And if you do all of those, you get a crown for that level. And if you get the crown, you get like a trophy for the whole level set if you get all the crowns. And I think eventually, if you get all the trophies, you'll unlock another set of levels. I haven't looked anything up because I don't want to spoil anything for myself. But I think that's the way it goes. And there's a lot of levels. There's got to be at least 100 levels in there. And I've played it. I looked around at like, I looked at what the, how long the game takes to beat if you go and try to crown everything. Uh, how long to beat has it at like eight hours, which I think is, I mean, the game releases for 20 without the sale. And that's roughly, I mean, that's like $2 an hour, you know, I know it's not quite the dollar an hour that Jeremy goes for, but it's still, still totally worth it. And the, uh, the, the, the two players really good. Like it's, I guess the, um, the multiplayer was added to the switch version. It's not in any of the, uh, any of the mobile versions or whatever, whatever of it. So Jess and I, we played around with it and it's, they basically, they throw you, they throw you like 12 random levels and it's different every time. And you play as diff- two different characters and you go through these levels. And whenever you beat a level, you get like a hit point for your character. And then at the very end, you'll have some sort of battle against each other where you need those hit points. And whoever loses out of the hit points loses the whole thing. And that's what it is. And it's super simple. And every time you win a little crown, like, like goes on this rock next to you and you can just pile up the crowns. Like and just just keep playing and it'll show you like who's beaten the other one more and all that. And there's yeah, there's also oh yeah, there's like angry bird stuff in there too. Then there's like space levels that use like um that use gravity, like Super Mario Galaxy stuff. Like there's some really, really really creative stuff in there. Like I was really impressed with all the stuff they did with the levels. Like it was I was having a blast with it. I played it for about I played it for about six hours. So far, and it says that on the thing, it says that I've gotten sixty percent of the of the levels unlocked. Some of them, some of those challenges, I can't do. Like the super hot ones, where you have to. There's there's super hot ones where you have to go through the whole thing without killing anybody. The pacifist ones, those are incredibly difficult. Like I was having a hard time with those because you have to do it. You know, you have to do it in a specific way, and it moves just the way I would imagine super hot moving, but with that with the control mechanic of the game. And it's like, yeah, some of them I just had to. Something I just had to stop. And there, there's other levels where you play as like 
you play as different balls. Like you, you play as a soccer ball and these kids will come and kick you. If you like go next to them and you have to try to move around them. And yeah, it's, it's fun. It's just like, they do, they just go crazy with it. Like sometimes you're a golf ball. Sometimes you're a golfer. Sometimes you're a soccer ball. Sometimes you're, sometimes you're like a rocket, like sometimes, or like, or you're like a cow, like a jumping cow or whatever. Like it's changes constantly, but I highly, I highly recommend it for anybody who's uh, been looking into it. Like it's got, and it, and it has, I know there's daily challenges that, that change every day. There's also an impossible mode that just throws you like the hardest levels in the game. And there's a global ranking on that based on how many tries it takes you to get through the set of levels that they give you. And I looked at, I looked at like the, I looked at the high scores and they're like in the hundreds, like 200, 300, whatever tries to get through these, to get through these levels. I didn't play all the way through. I just played through a couple levels to see how hard they were, but. Yeah, it'll keep it'll keep track of like every time you go again, kind of like you know, kind of like your score in golf. And there's like a there's like par challenges too, like that, where it's like here, here, try doing this one and only one hit, or try this one. Some of them are no hit, which is funny. There's some of them where you can actually not hit it in any button and still make it through. Like if you, depending on how the level is is like made, but you know, I was super impressed with it, and I'm really glad that I got it. It's been it's actually become one of my favorite games of the year so far. It's on my list, so. Just wanted to mention that my impressions on it. I think it's, uh, I think it's cool. I've heard, I mean, I've heard people say that that they, you know, that you should get it on mobile because it's cheaper. But I don't, I don't imagine playing it on a phone. I don't think it'd be, I don't think it'd be as fun. I like, uh, I like playing it on the TV. Even though there are, there is like one small section of levels which is very much like, uh, I mean, this is like the reminded me of the way WarioWare works too. You know, since since it's like a WarioWare style game where it's like a you know, few second long game that where a part of it is like you trying to figure out what to do in it. There are some that are kind of too gimmicky for me. Like there's a whole up, there's a whole section where you have to use, where you want to use your switch, like motion wise, you know, and you can turn it, you can turn it off, but it doesn't really, it's weird because it'll, you can turn it off and use just and use non-motion, which is what I tried to do. But every time you start a new level, it asks you to take your switch out of the dock and play it that way. So you have to like pause it, and like turn off the motion and then like pause it again and get it to go back to the regular thing. And that's just like, that's troublesome. So that's like, that's my big, that was my big complaint with it was some of those levels that you couldn't just like set it to be like no motion and just do it. But it's, yeah, that, that part's kind of gimmicky, but aside from that, it's cool. I made it to the part where these, uh, I'm in, I'm in the rhythm level where you have to listen to the music while you're playing it, which the music is really good, even though it can, I can understand that some people might get a little tired of it after a while. It's basically kind of like acapella, singing in there i was that was going to be one of my nicknames that i was thinking about is because there's this like there's a mario song in there which basically has all of the parts of mario but rearranged in a different way so they're doing that no 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 but it's in but it's in different parts of the song so it's not the same song but if you're listening to it it kind of like flips flips out your head because you know it's like the mario song and then it goes na 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 golf, <laughs> and it's just like them singing like that. And That's funny. Yeah, I wish. Uh, here, I, I kind of wanna. I wanna play. I wanna play the song for you if I if I can find it. You think that's something that had to be Nintendo sanctioned, or is it just different enough to be more like a parody? Oh no, it's not. It's it's in no it's in no way the um the song the the song from the from Super Mario Brothers, but it has it has parts in it. Can you hear this? Water, 
Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah, it's like Bizarro Mario Brothers. Very strange. It's it, no, it's the song. It's in there. It's just it's just like remixed around. It's it's so it, it's great. I don't know. I I thought it was a. Uh, it doesn't weird. like resolve at the same notes. Like it, it's just slightly off. But it still has the like da 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 da. You know the da 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 da. But it's like just a little bit off enough to where it's not the same song and you can't sue them for it. But it's. It's great. Yeah, no, I really, I thought they were really incredibly creative with the, with the soundtrack and all that. And you can actually buy their soundtrack on record now. It came out on the album. Like I got an email about it, like pretty much right after I bought the game, I got an email from whatever, I forget which, it was one of those, uh, I get emails from all the al- album places because I used to buy all that video game music and all that. And I got a, yeah, I got I like an email the about the record. I like the thought of an acapella game soundtrack. I don't think I've ever played a game with an acapella soundtrack it has a lot of it is it's like well there are some that you know it fits it fits whatever you are playing like i'm pretty sure the super hot stuff isn't acapella because i think it's supposed to try to be like super hot but i don't know how what a super hot soundtrack is but uh yeah so it varies between games but the soundtrack is definitely i mean it's definitely a highlight of the game i think and they and there's so many different songs in it too it's not like you're not going to hear that same song over and over and over again you're only going to hear that song on that set of levels on that one that has to do with those type of games. So that, so the songs will change depending on where you're at. So I, I like that. And I feel like it was a lot of, there's definitely a lot of time going into it. So it's, it really impressed me. It impressed me a lot more than I thought it was. I thought it was going to be just sort of a dumb, like goat simulator type game or something like that. I don't know. I had heard people talk about it and I, I did watch a couple reviews on it and people said that they loved it and it was getting nines all around. And I was like, well, fuck it's, you know, I, I got some money on here. It's on sale. I'll check it out. And I was definitely, I was not disappointed at all in, in what, in the product that I got. And I was happy that Justin ended up liking it too. Cause it's another, it's another multiplayer we can play. But yeah, it's a, it's cool. It's got a really, it, I think that, I think that Shauna would be into it. It's a, it's got a very easy pick up and play. Like I said, it's just one button and an analog stick is all you do to control everything. So, and part of the fun is trying to figure out whatever the level they, is that they throw at you in time. And they're very quick, like they're they're very quick, few second long in the in the multiplayer. But some of the I don't know, some of the ones single player ones can take you a while to try to figure out where to go, and that's part of the puzzle. Is like getting from one end to the other, getting to the you know getting to the pole or getting through to the goal or getting to the whatever. It, it changes constantly, so it's it's I, I saw it reviewed as like the anti golf golf game, which I guess because it's not really it's not really a golf game. It's more of a warrior game, but it, but it's a lot of fun. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, I beat I beat a couple games for the for the week as the weekly beat. I made it through Sayonara Wild Hearts, which that was that um, that was that rhythm game that came out a while back that I didn't really I don't know I didn't I didn't beat it and I was like well I, I was trying to I was on this quest to like try to beat a lot of games and get them off of the system like I almost beat I almost beat Katamari Damacy. I have like a couple levels left because that one's like a five gig size or something like that and I was trying to make room for a uh, for Xenoblade. And I went through and I beat I beat Sayonara, Sayonara Wild Hearts. I actually went through it twice. The game's not that long. It's only about the game's only about an hour long total if you play the whole way through the game. And I was already about I was already about halfway through it. So I was like I'm just going to play through it and beat it. I know it's not that long. And I played through it and once you play through it you can you can choose to play all of the songs as like one thing. 
and it's and instead of like separating them as levels, you'll play it as like one giant song. So I did that. I, I went and did that, and I went through it a second time. So, but yeah, no, I mean it's uh, I don't know. It's 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 hard to it's hard to explain. It. It's kind of more of an experience, I guess, than a than a game. But it's like a rhythm ish game, but it involves like lots of references to games, and it's basically about this about this uh, lady that goes on a journey through different things and. And uh, yeah, I mean the soundtrack is incredible. Like the soundtrack in Didn't itself it win, is worth playing. Uh, an award for best soundtrack, the Game Awards. Uh, it should have if it didn't, because uh, and I actually own the soundtrack. I've I, I bought the soundtrack as well with the game. But yeah, no, it's worth. It's definitely worth playing through. It's just kind of a, it's a short thing, but it's an experience that I think you want to do again. And it definitely had some kind of like you know like the feels like like what you said with the when you played Celeste, like the same sort of thing. I definitely. I definitely felt ways about things after I after I played it because there are definitely parts that are like, oh okay, and they really like have an emotional response and yeah. So I I played that I beat that game. It was it was narrated by uh, Queen Latifah too, which I didn't realize that until I beat the game in the credits. She's the she's the voiceover for that game, so that's pretty cool. I beat that. I know uh I know Jeremy one upped me on this one, but I also I I played through Panel de Pawn. The versus mode. To one <laughs> it's fine. I, I played it through it on normal just because I wanted to get a warm up, and I forgot. I did forget that there was another boss, and you beat it on hard. Does is it still the LR start to like do the to do the extra hard mode? Is it wasn't that the code for the original Super Nintendo one? That was what I put in, but when I looked it up online, it said it was a different code. But I know for a fact that I put it on ultra hard mode because the screen turned red when I yeah it changes colors yeah, but. What I said at the top of the show was the code that it gives on the, on the game facts for Tetris Attack. So I don't know. There is. I looked up Penalty Pawn and it was just giving me codes for I guess an N sixty four release that must have happened at some time. Yeah. But yeah, I just held LR and hit start, and that put me in super hard mode. And I'm currently on the fifth level on that, and it's really hard. Yeah. Um, I like these. I like the save states a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not using them in any sort of like way to to win i'm just have it perpetually going you know i'm up to like 14 continues now or something and mm. i'm just going to keep playing super hard until i get through it yeah have you um have you tried using the rewind i, I did use the rewind a couple times in some know. of the matches just to be like oh man i fucked that up so i'd rewind a little bit and then i would do a different thing and see if i could get farther so i, I did, hasn't even occurred to me i might yeah I, I did the rewind function a little bit towards the end there on the medium one just to be because it was like oh, i should have moved this over here i should have done this block here and i just rewound it and did it again and and I, a couple of times i was able to get through it i always forget that that's there but it's such a cool thing to have for you know for stuff like that and i don't believe the whole like blah 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 you're cheating if you use like save states or the rewind or whatever i don't care about that shit like these are games that we've been playing for years like that have been in our lives forever like i think we're allowed to rewind all we want if it's <laughs> if it's available I think it, I think if it's there's something argument around that if if there's a if there's a feature in the game and you're using it it's not cheating right that, so yeah, now yeah that's rewind is a feature in the game yeah that's how I feel too so, if it's something that's available to you in the game and you're using it then that's fine I I could I guess well I don't use you know like the like the Super Mario games the new Super Mario Brothers games where they give you like you know, where if you lose in a level enough and they offer you to like skip the level, like I don't do any stuff like that, but that's just my own personal choice on it because I don't want to, I want to play the level until I beat it. I don't want to like just skip it or like, you know, get, be given like this ultimate 
unlimited health thing, you know, which they offer you that in, in the Mario games, in the newer Mario games and the newer Donkey Kong games. I don't do that thing, but I don't, you know, if you use it, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to say you suck because of that, but <laughs> I, I don't really, yeah, I don't care. It's like, I'm like, if you beat it, you beat it. You just beat it in a different way. Sure. Cheap. Yeah. If it's available in there, then you did it. You know, it's not like you game genie did it or whatever <laughs> and, and did that. But I mean, I feel like you should, like when we were talking to the developers of Jet Lancer and about uh, how like training wheels and like um, and accessibility and stuff like that, I think that's great because it makes you you know you want people to be able to enjoy the game and be able to play the game and anything that I feel like anything that helps you get through it is fine. Like don't be don't be those gamer gay people who say like don't don't do that. But yeah, no, it's a yeah panel de pawn still great, a wonderful game to have on the Switch. I've been doing like this uh, eleven game countdown thing on Facebook, and I put Tatris Attack already in there and had some response on that. So, of like of like favorite games or games that influenced your choice in games or whatever, one of those dumb things. But but I was nominated by uh, another podcaster, so I was I went for it. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, Panel de Pawn, a lot of fun. Let's see, what else did I buy? I, I bought so I bought what the golf. I said that I bought the uh, G Lock game, the Sega Ages G Lock, just because I really wanted to play it. The the flight game, the flight arcade game, and I okay. just I just got to play around with it a little bit today before we started recording, and it works well. It has a you know it has like a simulated arcade thing where it's like has a screen that's that kind of moves like differently than the way the than the way the stuff on the screen moves. And it has pretty that good works. the the Joy-Con rumble. This I could made it feel like the arcade. It, it's fine. I ended up just uh, I ended up just switching it and just making the screen full all all of the screen on my Switch because you know I wanted to be able to see more of the more of the graphics of the original game and all that. But it works well. I mean, it's developed by M2. Like they've done all of the Sega Ages stuff, and I think all of them are good. And it was that was one I just really really wanted to get. And now that I had some extra eShop cash, I went for it just because. I was really interested in that in that arcade because I could never really play the arcade that well, I feel like. And I got the farthest that I've ever gotten on the Switch one, which is like five levels, I think. So I think passing any levels was farther than I've ever gotten on the arcade one. But it's yeah, it's just cool. It's worth it to have it on there for me to just fuck around with. Like that's what I like for a lot of you know, it's kinda like having another outrun, like something for you to just jump in and play around with if you want some like something that's sort of simplified but but addictive, you know. I wouldn't say it's as good as Outrun, but it does kind of remind me of the graphic style of Outrun. I guess the way the backgrounds move past you and all that. But it's cool, yeah. I like I like those Sega Ages games a lot, so I wanted to I wanted to pick that up. So I did that. Oh, I also I also fell for a I fell for a sale on the Switch. I went to I ended up getting a Mother Russia Bleeds because it was recommended by a, a Lomonade from Super GG Radio who was on our show before, and uh, he mentioned it on Twitter. So I went and bought it because it was ninety nine cents, and I'm like, I want another Final Fight game, but I, uh, I don't know, I can't, I, I don't think I can really recommend the game because there's a lot of things that the game does great. Like there's a lot of really great stuff about the game, like the soundtrack's great, like the characters look great, the graphics are great. But the, my big problem is there's no, there's no combos, there's no combos in the game. Like if you hit, if you hit Y, if you hit Y over and over and over again, nothing happens. It's just left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, punching. That's all it is. Forever. Forever and ever and ever. There's no ending to it. It, it actually reminded me of the tick. It brought back memories of the oh, fucking... Oh, no. It's terrible. Uh, ...of the tick game, just because I felt like the combat in the tick game was kind of boring, too. 
And it sucks because they do so much it was right. Really boring. Like, like it's overly like Mother Russia bleeds is overly bloody. Like the gore is really cool in it. Like while you're fighting somebody, they get damaged. Like their skin like starts to bruise and they bleed. Like while you punch them, and it and it looks very realistic. I just and it's like you it can pick. Like maybe they forgot the gameplay though. Yeah, you can pick up every. You can like pick up everything. There's guns. You can shoot at people. There's like a you inject yourself with this. Um, there's like some sort of like radioactive ooze that's like keeping you alive. You're some experimented, this person that's experimented on or whatever. And you can inject yourself with this, with this, uh, you know, radioactive ooze stuff to like keep you alive or you can make yourself like speedier than everybody else. And you can, you can unlock different types of powers later in the game and all that's cool. But yeah, but in the actual regular combat, it's just, it's just boring. And it's, and it really sucks because the game could have been really cool if they just, Throw a couple combos in there, <laughs> you know. It's like I don't understand. You can't even recommend it for ninety nine cents. Well, I mean, I, I think I, well, I'll, I reckon I recommend anything for ninety nine cents, just because ninety nine cents is just like renting a game. Like you remember when we used to rent games back in the day when they were places mm-hmm. you could rent games from. I mean, ninety nine cents for one play. I mean, I got definitely got an hour out of it. That's for sure. I played through the first like three or four levels. I just was, uh, I was just, I was just disappointed by the gameplay. But the game, I mean, if you just want to like beat up some people, in in without a combo system, it just it doesn't make any sense. It's not in there. I don't. That feels like I don't, I don't know. It's it's like, it's like making, NES era. It's like making a Super Mario game, but the jumps don't work. Like it's I, that's kind of like what I what I feel what I feel like. It's just like a thing that should be in there. But it's it's the super Captain Toad. Yeah, it's well, yeah, but Captain Toad is uh, it works well because <laughs> there's no jumps, you know. But yeah, it's like it's it's a strange game. I mean, yeah, if you really want to check it out for ninety nine cents, sure. I mean, go for it. I mean, you'll get you'll get a few hours out of it. I guess I didn't beat it. You know, it's definitely difficult, and it's yeah, it's got some brutally hard stuff. There's different characters to play as. I didn't. Granted, I I didn't unlock all of the power ups that you can get. So maybe the power ups later give you a combo system, which would be such a strange thing if that's you could only get it through something you unlock later. And I only played as one of the characters in the game. But also, that'd be weird if, like, one character doesn't have combos and everybody else does. So, I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, if you want to have some – play a gritty, a, a gritty, bloody game that has a decent soundtrack, uh, check it <clears> out. <throat> for 99 cents, I, ch- I say check it out for. It's, like, 15 normally. I definitely wouldn't recommend it for 15. Definitely don't get it for that. But if you want to get the 99 cent deal, which I think is uh, – isn't it through, like, the first or something like that? It's uh, – yeah. So that's pass on it. Yeah. That's that's what I that's how I feel about that one. Um I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It was I tried it out, but I don't think I don't think it'll keep on my system for that long. It and it was like a three gig download too. It's big, so it's like I'll probably end up deleting it. But yeah, I got that with the money. I, I already said that I got the Clubhouse games, I got I got Xenoblade. And I think I think that's it. Uh did you were you able to play any of the Splatoon Splatfest, Jeremy? I did. I played. Uh, I didn't play very long. I had a pretty busy weekend, but I played for maybe about thirty minutes. Hey, I don't even think Hello. I got to the. Uh, <laughs> I, think I got to the second, um, level of. I don't. Even, I don't think I got past whatever the. the you know how you have the rankings, You're like defender and fanboy and all that. Oh yeah. I'm whatever the whatever the base level was. I didn't get past that. So I didn't play much of it, but of course I chose Team Mayo because. Me oh, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is my this is my argument. So I'm I gonna like spray a condom in everywhere. It's gonna be mayo. <laughs> I thought about <laughs> doing ketchup just because of you know ketchup looks like blood. It's red, like uh, you know. But I, you know, 
I like mayo. And the thing about mayo is there's a lot of different fucking mayos. Like you may think you don't like mayo, but there's like mayo, like sushi has mayo on it. Like there's all, it's all over the place. It'll sneak up on you. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's not just the regular Hellman shit you see in the, see at the grocery store. Well, when you used to go to the grocery store all the time or whatever. But yeah, I went, I went, I fought for the mayo team. I didn't, you know what? I did, I wasn't able to check and see who won on it. You guys, have you guys figured out who won? Who won between the Splatfest? I have not. Looking to see if it's listed. I was on the see if we can, Switch subreddit and it didn't say anything let's, about let's it. See, see if we can find it live here. Usually it lists it. Team uh, Ketchup. When, ketchup won? Yeah. Mayo was defeated, so that was your fault. I thought Jeremy, Mayo won last time. <laughs> well, yeah. It's because I didn't play that really lost. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was blaming it on you. I, I didn't really play it that much either. I just... Was it Saturday night? I... I just jumped in Saturday night and I played for a few. I played for played for a few hours. I made it through a couple levels, so I think I made it to Defender, maybe. Yeah, Mayo Defender, and I also bought some new weapons, which I ended up just not using. But <laughs> but I went I went and I was like, let's try some other weapons because I kind of use like the same type of. I mostly use like the machine gun equivalent on there, like the the fast paced shooter, and I don't know. I've been using that for a long time, so I'm like, maybe I should try something else. So I bought like. I bought like the paintbrush and I bought one of the uh, tubs where you like throw the ink and, and I even, I bought like a roller and some other stuff. I wanted to try some different, uh, some different like weapon, you know, different weapon combinations and stuff. But I ended up finding another one of the, of the same gun that I was using, but it had the hammer as the ultimate move, like the hammer stamper where you like walk through and smack everybody with a giant hammer. And I love that game. I love that move. So I just ended up just using that because it's, it could be pretty fun. I posted some stuff on Twitter of me, like, ki- I killed, like, two or three people in a row with a hammer, like, just going, like, because, you know, it's just, like, a big giant hammer that you just smack the ground with, and it'll take anybody out that it gets hit from, so, yeah. But Splatoon 2, that game is still is still a lot of fun. Like, I was uh, having a lot of fun doing the Booyah Bomb and all that. There's there's a move called the Booyah Bomb in the game where you, you like, kind of raise up in the air, and you're about to, like, do a drop bomb. And your your two your your uh, teammates you press down on the control pad to say booyah, and the amount of times that they booyah send the booyahs to you that measures how large of that your booyah bomb goes. So it's a cool like team effort That's thing. Cool. So it's like all the team helps you do this, make this big explosion for the booyah bomb. So. That's always fun to do. And yeah, that game, I love that game. I was, I was playing it on my, on my TV, on the new TV, and it looks, that ink looks so pretty. It, it glimmers so well in the, in the 4K. It's, it's beautiful. And I, I love that game. It's still, I still think it looks really good. Even for being like a launch, a launch game three years ago, I still think it looks fantastic and it still plays incredible. Then it just, the game itself just turned five, well, the original Splatoon just turned five, right? I think so. 2014? No, 2015 it came out. Yeah. Yeah. And this, yeah. So, and the, I had a lot of, I mean, I had a lot of fun with the first one too. I, I, I recommend anybody who has Splatoon 2 play the single player. It's fun. I feel like most people I talk to haven't played the single player mode. You should play through it. You included, Jeremy. Play that single player. I played it's fun. some of it. It's fun. I like it. Those bosses are really cool. The, the levels are cool too. But yeah, I played, I played around with that for a while. Um, been trying, I'm still trying to make it through Fire Emblem. I think I've kind of got to the point where I sort of understand the game where I can, where I can kind of like try to put my head down and go faster. I'm, I'm a month away from the time jump, so I should at least be able to make it to the time jump within the next day or so. But that's what I've been spending most of my time with. I still, 
Yeah, I want I want everybody to be in the, be in the right spot for that. So I, I you know I don't I don't want to loan it out to any sort of online person. But yeah, so that's I'm still playing with that. It's it's still a lot of fun. And uh, I I had this whole debacle with my with my GameCube and trying to play it on the TV and all that. And I go into it in great detail in our Patreon episode for this month, all about uh, lost or sold games that we've gotten. So. If you want to hear that story, and I'll probably put a, a section of it on on here as, as one of the episodes as a preview, so you can hear like a few minutes of it. But if you want to hear all of that, uh, you know, drop us a dollar, you can hear the bonus episode. I want to leave that story for that episode. So, and it's pretty. I think I think I get pretty passionate about it. So you can listen to all that when I when I get into that. But but my yeah my my we pick the passion yeah yeah my pick of the week is uh, what the golf of course. Um, I've been, I've been starting to mess around with recording TV shows and animal crossing, but I haven't really looked at what I've got yet. So we'll save that for another time to talk about it. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm good. Well, well, uh, I don't have a whole lot to talk about this week. Like I said, it's been kind of a busy week between work and, um, trying to get out into the world a little bit. We, my partner and I went and camped at her family's property and just kind of slept in their yard in a tent and. Then we went and kind of saw my parents and kind of stood outside and talked to them for a while. And we were just trying, trying to sort of reacclimate to society as much as we could. And I hadn't seen my family since the beginning of March and it just felt like a good time to do it. We drove through a state park and, and it was just completely surreal because there, it was just packed to the gills of people and nobody was wearing a mask, you Jeez. know, that kind of thing. Of course, no big surprise, but all of the playground equipment was still like cordoned off with, you know, like the caution tape. So it's a very strange sight, but also just kind of like hammers the reality of the fact that it's, a, you know, this is a thing that's happening even in these kind of places where it seems like people don't really want to follow the rules. There's still some sort of, some sort of enforcement and that yellow tape does really get the point across. So who knows? I'm surprised none of it was ripped down, but I did bring my, uh, <laughs> brought my switch with me camping with the intention of playing a little bit of it, but I actually didn't. Um, I figured you. Well, we, we were watching a live stream of a of a concert, and it was really nice. It was fun in at camp. The, the, yeah, because well, I said we 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 were in her parents' yard, so we were using their Wi Fi. Okay, watch, I was gonna say that's not that's not camping. You're you're watching you're watching TV. Well, and they call it glamping. But sure. No, it's it was supposed to simulate what it would have been like for her to have gone to her. She had a big music festival called summer camp that she goes to every year in Chillicothe, Illinois. And, you know, like everything else that got canceled this year, mm-hmm. but the promoters put on a live concert, the live stream concert. And, um, okay. I think it was free if you had already paid for tickets. And then if you hadn't already bought your ticket to the festival, then you had to pay like $25 or something, but that gets a little bit of money to the artists and, they were able to perform and do some interviews and stuff. So huh. it was kind of cool. Like not exactly my thing for the most part. These are more like jam bands and stuff, but still kind of fun to sit in this tent. And she had all these like bright lights flashing and stuff. And it just sort of like, like I said, it's supposed to be more like a festival camping experience, not so much like a oh, rough sure. in the elements kind of camping, which we did rough the elements. It rained like crazy. The tent started to fill up with water. Her laptop almost got wet. My Oof. Game Boy oh, got wet, but luckily it didn't die. It was a whole ordeal, but at the end of it all, it was fun. Huh. That's yeah, mostly what I've done. Pretty, it must have a pretty big property or something. Like, oh yeah, they they have a farm, big oh, nice. farm. So it's huge. We had plenty of area to spread out, but we were just in their yard, maybe about 
50 feet from their house. Hmm. Yeah, when you, um, but when you, I did buy, go ahead, Trey. No, I was just going to say, when you said camp in the backyard, I just thought of like when I was a kid sleeping in my tent in my mom's backyard. <laughs> you know? It really wasn't a whole lot different yeah. than that. <laughs> which is, I mean, which is fact, fine. It like, was we, a whole yeah. lot. It was a whole lot of setup for essentially that exact experience, but it was fun. We used to do a, for, for the, for Beachwood, we used to do a thing where we'd go stay at the owner's house in Michigan and we would all camp in the backyard or like in the front yard, I guess. And like, you know, he had a big fire pit in the back and we would make, we would make uh, food. And then there was a haunted house across the street that we would go to. And was we he just near the lake or anything, or did you just have a big property? He just had, I mean, it wasn't like a huge property, but he had a fairly big backyard and there's like a, you know, it was like a, there's like a little like hill going down, like with, with gravel on it. And there's a fairly big fire pit and we would just like build a fire and sit around that and drink a lot of, drink a lot of, a lot of beer and, uh, and cook stuff. And, and all the workers and regulars would go and like just stay at his house and we'd all camp in the front yard in, in different tents. And, and then, and there was a, yeah, there was a haunted house like down the street that we'd walk to, but yeah, there wasn't like a lake or anything like that, but so, I mean, I've done that recently. <laughs> camped yeah, in, I mean, I still, I still yard. think it's one of the most fun things and yeah. music festivals aside, just camping with friends and mm-hmm. kind of having that sort of like pop-up community you build and you all kind of interact. And mm-hmm. if you're like sharing resources and taking turns, making food and stuff, yeah. it'd be a lot of fun, but this was a very sol- somewhat solitary or, you know, just the two of us, but between that and she was able to talk to people on zoom and friends that would have been there. I think it was a little bit of, consolation for totally missing her I call it her convention because it's like what I feel like sure. it's, it's the same level of, of importance to her that MGC is to me yeah I would I hope that I hope that Riot Fest does something like that that would be nice because I'm pretty sure I don't think any I don't think any sort of big conventions are going to happen at all or like nope. or concerts or anything for the rest mm-hmm. of the year so Riot Fest isn't until September but it'd be nice if they could put something on like i'd told i'd pay to watch it or whatever like riot fest was my big my big like music thing every year so if there was a way for me to watch that online i'd i'd do it you know <laughs> totally so and that's, it'd be kind of cool yeah it's cool that they could do that we kept joking though that it was you know i finally got to go to summer camp with her she wanted me to go with her last year and i had to work and it just was going to be a huge what for to try to figure it out and mm-hmm. Plus, I had just taken time off for MGC, and then that had been kind of a struggle to get that time approved. So, I didn't even try last year. But you know, she was joking. You know, she was so happy I was able to make it to summer camp with her this year. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. But good times, you know. Like you got to do what you got to do to to stay sane in these times. And so, I brought I brought my Switch. Didn't really play it much, but what what I have been playing this week, um, I did purchase. Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. Trey, you've talked about this game a lot in the past about how good it is. And I had the first one on the 360 and I really liked that. Yeah, no. So yeah. I bought it. It was 5.99 and it's uh in honor of the 40th anniversary of Pac-Man, which it I just still on sale? It wasn't when I checked today, unfortunately. Oh no. I missed that. Unless it's like buried down in the in the bottom of the eShop. I didn't see it in there again. Previously it had been towards the top. Yeah, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't show it to me because because uh, I already got it. Quick side, I, I do want to talk more about Pac Man, but quick side note: the uh, I want I want to say really quick before uh, <clears throat> before you say more about Pac Man, the prices and and the uh, sizes are up now for the Bioshock collection on the eShop. Looks like they're selling all of the Bioshock separately for twenty dollars each at nineteen ninety nine, which I guess isn't awful, but. Uh, it's weird because it's showing it shows twelve point five gigs for the collection. I'm 
100% sure that that's not correct because it also shows that same amount for the single games by themselves. So I think that it's going to be, it's basically 12 times three. So I think it's going to be like around 30 gigs to get the entirety of the collection because if you just buy Bioshock by itself, it's, it's a 12, it's 12 and a half gigs and it says the collection is the same thing, but, <clears throat> but yeah, the, the uh, collection is going for 50 and they're, and they're all priced by themselves as 20. So if, if you were to buy it, all three of them, it'd be more, it'd be 60. So that's what's, that's what's going on with that. They are, they are that's a good price for all three of them. They're good games. Yeah. I mean, $50 In individual games, but if you buy them all three together, you get, it's fifty bucks. Yeah, ten dollars yeah. discount. You basically get ten dollars off if you buy them as one set, as opposed to buying them all separately. So, but nineteen ninety nine. Okay. I mean, that's, that's not fair. awful, you know. For I mean, considering how old those games are, but they're also like really good still. I think they're all good games. Like you know, they're definitely worth playing if you want to play like a incredibly like violent, intelligent uh, shooter. Like I've, I mean, the first one was based on like and Rand books, so you know it's. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's different, but uh, I I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Bioshock One. I mean, I played all of them. I played Bioshock One, Two, and Infinite. I think One's probably my favorite, but I think Two is a lot better than people give it credit for. Like I know a lot of people talk down on Two, but I do think Two is good. I I'm guessing they probably aren't going to include because the Two had Two had an online multiplayer to it, and I'm I'm guessing that they probably skipped it for this version. But they they should have included it because it was fun. But the cool thing about two is you can like, and I think you can do it in in infinite also. But you can like shoot and do your magic stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. In the first one, you could only do one at a time. You could either hold a gun or do whatever magic move you had. But in the second one, you can do both. You can like a uh, you can do a wield like that. So you can do you can like freeze guys and then explode them and whatever. So yeah, they're, that's they're, one where you're a, you're a big daddy, right? <clears throat> in two, yeah. Uh, I think you become one at, at a point. I don't remember. I remember there's big sisters in two. I don't remember. It's been a while since I played it. But uh, yeah, those that are those games. But yeah, how how are you liking uh, Pac Man? I really like Pac Man so far. I haven't watched. I haven't watched. I haven't played a whole lot of it. Maybe twenty minutes total. But it's a very fast paced game. Um, lots lots of flashy colors and thumping music and it's fun. It's very addictive because you're chasing scores like you are in classic Pac-Man, but it just got all this extra polish to it. And you're, you, you like the ghosts chase you around as you collect the dots as quick as you can. And over time you get this giant line of ghosts chasing you. Like I guess they call it a train. And then when you finally get the, uh, the power pellet to, to attack them, it's kind of hard because you have to, they have, you have to approach them as they're coming at you. But when you eat them, he actually like it, the the angle switches and it's like a 3D like Pac-Man jumps off the board and he's like eating this giant train of ghosts and the the score counters just going crazy and it's really fun and there's also it looks like there's a few different modes I tried a little bit of the adventure mode where it kind of gives you like I think the first one was like collect a certain amount of fruit that kind of thing but uh, I imagine there's going to be different uh, requirements to be each of those adventure levels so I look forward to it it's it was a cheap game and I've tried it in both handheld and on the TV just to kind of get a feel. And I kind of enjoy playing it more on the TV for some reason when I play it handheld, I don't feel like my, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm able to, to turn the corners as smoothly as I do on the big screen Mm. for whatever reason. Yeah. 
But I got brand new Joy-Con, so hopefully it's not because of those guys. Yeah, I hope those aren't going down already. I figured that I was just why checked it, the price and the price did go back to twenty dollars. It's not six dollars anymore. Oh. So I'll have to wait till next time. I should have bought it. it it's it's great. Seem, I, it, I do recommend it. It seems to be on sale a lot, so just keep just mark it. Just uh, put hard it, and then sometimes Nintendo will send you an email about it being on sale. Like I just got one. I just got one today uh, telling me that Mega Man Eleven's on sale because <laughs> I never never got that game. But yeah, no, I figured I figured you'd bring your Switch with you on the camping trip just because your Switch works again as a handheld thing. Yeah. So you want to test it. Didn't find much time to play. Didn't have well, literally no time to play, so I didn't. But uh luckily it survived the rain. That would have been really bad. And my backpack that it was in got wet. But luckily it was on top of some clothes and it kept it safe. Mm. And luckily we were next to a house that had a clothes dryer so we could dry all our stuff that got soaked. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the only game I bought this week and it was cheap. So I think it was a good price. Um, I did, I did have to one up Trey, you know, intentionally. No, not really, but I, I, I wanted to play Panel de Pon on hard mode just because that's where I always start when I play the game anymore, because playing through medium just kind of probably would have been kind of boring for me. So I threw it on hard mode and it took me, I think I failed five or six times, but I got through it fairly smoothly. And uh, it's exactly the same as the Yoshi game. Like everything about it's the same, including like the sound effects that the 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 people make that you're playing against a lot of the time. So it's just really it's just really trippy how and I and I know I said a lot about it last week, but it's just trippy how much of a reskin Yoshi's or uh, Tetris Attack was. And I think I'd still prefer that aesthetic because I, those characters are familiar to me. But I definitely like the. Uh, I don't know. I like whatever these like big god creatures are that you end up fighting at the end of mm-hmm. of this mode are kind of cool too. So I beat that, and then at the end of it, I got the code for the super hard, which I think we already talked about a little bit. So yeah. I've been I've been going through the super hard mode, and of course, I I don't know if I did say it last week, but that Super Nintendo controller I got through the uh, Switch Online store is a must for that game. Mm-hmm. It's just oh really. It's just so nice to have that little controller and be playing it the way I remember playing it. So I've played it with the Pro Controller as well, and it worked out okay. But I definitely recommend grabbing one of those Super Nintendo controllers if you ever have a chance. They're, they're awesome. Uh, yeah, um, I've still just been using the, the 8-Bit Doe Pro, which is close enough. It's similar setup. Played a very small amount of Splatoon, as I said. Team Mayo all the way. Squirting oily sandwich spread everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, didn't really have a whole lot to say I don't know if we were going to do a separate Animal Crossing thing but I didn't play much Animal Crossing this week yeah. I guess all I wanted to say was that I got a character from John's Island and I don't know how because did you get Klaus? The... no no, not Klaus thankfully I hope he's I got, just I got like truffles. erased from, from existence he's not hanging out in the void he's just gone but I got, got truffles. truffles Yeah. and whatever he's fine it, he doesn't annoy me and and I didn't have a pig character yet, so yeah, not Truffles, the worst. I, I know nothing about him because he was there for literally two days, and then he wanted to move out. So I was like, Fine. you just ignored him the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, go ahead. I should have done that. There was a I had like a cardinal character. It was like this. He's like this bird, pretty bird guy, but he was like a pop star also. So I wasn't sure if I wanted him there or not. But I thought he was kind of cool, so I asked him to move in, and and he did the well, he did he did the card trick. And I and I passed the card trick and asked him to move in, and then he was like, "Well, 
I'm going to talk to the guy. So, you know, they goes and talks to Tom Nook and he comes back and he's like, Hey, uh, there's too many people here, but, but I can push one of your characters out if you want. And then he said he was going to push Kiki out, which is another, which is another one of my cat characters. I have two cat characters and I don't really know Kiki that well, but I ended up keeping Kiki anyway, just because, but now I kind of felt like I should have just got rid of Kiki because they don't really don't mean that. I don't really talk to them that much. So it, it would have been fine, but same, same sort of thing. So I still have the same people. On mine, on my island. I before I didn't want to say for my nickname, the three the three nicknames. Now I have three nicknames on uh, Animal Crossing. I've made it past two, and somebody was actually talking to me and said like all of them. They said, uh, they said, what is it? Um, it's a it's a tube and monkey backbeat, and I put the moosh in there also, which was a it's from an old uh, it was from a dream that Jess had where I where I where I where like I had this tennis racket called the moosh that I that I wouldn't get rid of. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's it's a funny inside joke, but but yeah, now uh, now some people call me the moosh and some people call me backbeat and they still and everybody says tube and monkey and it's and I talked to one person that said like everything at once. Oh, and I also got that I got that uh line of dialogue from Cole. I don't know if you've seen it before where they uh where they talk to you about how they you, you know they ha- they're having like a, a matrix moment or like a Logan's run moment where they're like we're like, hey, uh, you know, I've heard people talking about how like we don't really actually exist, and like, and like Tom Nook, he's fucking weird. Like, why is he, like, why is he buying shells from you so you can like give money back to him for for a house that he sold you? And like, and he's like, and why did the trees have like three three different types of wood? And why does the why does the fruit grow so fast? And he like Cole went on this whole like like conspiracy theory <laughs> rant about how he doesn't exist as a person and all that. And I was like, whoa. And it was funny. And then he's just like, oh, no. Happy for Animal Crossing. Yeah. And, and then he's like, oh, I'm just joking, man. Like, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I was like, it's great. I don't know if you guys have seen him yet. I guess that yeah. randomly occurs sometimes with your characters. But yeah, he just started going on. He started going on and on about how the game doesn't make any sense and how he's not really real. And yeah, it's, it's great. If I had a, a character. I, I like when the two characters are talking and you go up to them and they like start having a conversation. And earlier it was... Uh, I think it was Pashmina and Flurry were talking. Flurry's like a little white hamster, and everyone knows Pashmina. But Flurry's like, I feel like a weirdo. The other night I had a dream that the faucet at my house had chocolate syrup coming out of it instead of water. But I feel especially weird because the night before I had a dream that ice cream was coming out of it instead of water. And then Pashmina's like, I don't think you're a weirdo. I think you're really cool and creative. That would be awesome. And then Flurry's like, you know what? Tonight I'm going to try my hardest to have a dream that marshmallows come out of the faucet so we can make a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that was really love the cute. purity of these conversations. Uh, it's just so great. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so I did say at the top of the star. That's the show. Four stars for failure because I still haven't gotten that coveted five stars. So I still feel like a total failure. But I got I got up to four, and I think it had a lot to do with me starting to put my fossils around. I've started uh, decorating with skeletons and uh, moving all my houses to one little area all the villagers kind of live in one area like a little slum and then i'm gonna live up above everybody by the, the cool shops and stuff and um have all the fossils down at the entrance kind of lining the path to the to the uh, resident center so got up to four stars happy to say uh got plenty of fences plenty of paths lots of crafted items everywhere still doesn't want to give you that five star rating so I'm going to make another couple of little sections, little like parks or something and see if that helps. 
I kind of, yeah, I, I just, I just gave up on it pretty much. I'm like, eh, I don't care anymore. So I stopped, I stopped talking, I stopped talking to Isabel, Isabel about it because I, she just tells me to get rid of the trees and I don't want to get rid of the trees. Like I have my, I've made like, I made an orchard, but I tried to make it like, look like a natural orchard. Like I don't want, I didn't put all my trees in one line. They're all kind of like grouped together. Like all my pear stuff is like on one side, but they're all just kind of like, I put them to where maybe they look like they naturally grew there and it wasn't like. You know, so I have like pears, and then I have like apples, and then I have cherries over here, and then my peaches are all around the, are all around the uh, nooks cranny thing in the middle, and yeah, I, I like the way. And then I have like this big row of of trees leading up to the museum and all that, and I don't want to, I don't want to get rid of them all. Like I don't want it to be, I don't want my town to be extra urban. So I've just stopped talking to her because I'm like, why do I really need a golden watering can? I I only use it to just get nook points from watering flowers, so. I don't care. And that's going to break anyway. I just, want, I just want the five stars to be like, cause that's like the yeah. last goal I've really kind of got in sight. Once yeah. I do that, who knows what I'll do next. Just I mean, catch just the rest the of events. the, yeah. Just try to catch the rest of the fish. I guess. Then you can be completely free. Are you against like just changing your islands here and there just no. to get the five stars and then you know, I might, I might, want. yeah, I might bulldoze the whole thing afterwards. Well, cause uh, I try to get five stars and just start all over again with some sort of weird concept. You know, I told I told you like Jess did like did the basins or whatever the wash basins and like just mm-hmm. made a bunch of them and stuck them all over the island, and then she got five stars and then she sold picked them all up and sold them. So you can do that if you want the item, but also like and John, you have this on your island, but if you keep it at five stars for a certain amount of time, you can get those perfect flowers, like the perfect island right. flowers. So that's kind of another oh, she, lily of the valley. Yep. Yeah, she's trying to get oh, she, she's trying to get that's those. A, that's a bonus yeah. to keeping it at five stars. I didn't yeah, know that so she so she's trying to do that now. So now she's trying to rearrange it the way that she wants it, but also get five stars. But it looks pretty. She has like uh, waterfalls everywhere, and it looks really good. She's actually done a lot of work on the um, on the terraforming and all that. So my hope would be that I would get five stars by the time I go to work on Thursday. I'm going to try because that'll be kind of the end of a, the end of an, a chapter, the animal crossing March through May thing that I had in my life before work kind of returned to normal. And mm-hmm. I have a lot less free time again. And maybe I can just like close the book on animal crossing and, just visit it randomly when I feel like it, but never. I gotta go there I don't every know. day. I'm not sitting playing this game for eight hours a day anymore. And uh, oh, I, I never played it. Nice. Yeah, I never played it for that long. Well, well maybe maybe didn't. at the beginning. But I did. But, yeah. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do I the. Mean, it it yeah. was my. It was my life. Yeah. It was really my life for a little while. Sure. Well, I mean, that's how you, you can't make money in real life. So you make money in Animal Crossing. Yeah. I tried to. I couldn't yeah. get. I couldn't. I had no control of the world. And the craziness that was happening, but I had somewhat control over my Animal Crossing island. Sure, and yeah, and they don't, and everybody's not a dick there, right? And if you send, they, they, call, they called me Ham Dad, and it was nice. <laughs> and if you send them a mask in the mail, they'll actually wear them. They won't be, they won't be shitty about it. True. So you can do that. Actually, but, uh, yeah. I don't know what else I would have to say about Animal Crossing. I bought. I, I'm pretty much over the turnips. I bought a lot less this week. Still haven't gotten a good price on them. Last week I ended up selling. I ended up doing pretty good last week, but because I think it was after we recorded, I visited Trey's Island and I made what it ended up being like close to 700,000 profit off of the million I spent on turnips. So it ended up being worth it in some regards, but just having the turnips cluttering everything up. And then I don't know, I literally like found out Trey had a good price and I had to like 
rush home to make sure I was on before 10 and I had to try to beat out the, uh, Oh yeah. We had the, we, there the server were, maintenance. Yeah. There was the maintenance that like kind of thrown in the middle. Cause it started at like eight o'clock or something. And then we tried and I actually to kind of felt like, yeah. A, yeah. And I actually just kind of felt bad, like a fiend being like, Trey, can I come to your Island? Trey, can I come to your Island? Like <laughs> bothering him to like get on animal crossing and let me come to his. No, I was, I was, I was gonna, I was just making, I was just making food and I lost track of time. Like I just didn't know what, you know, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like you're doing, you're I don't ma- like the turnouts habit in that sort of hold on. Yeah. You're making a thing actually, and you just I'm don't think about it. Earlier. Yeah. I'm getting up earlier on Sunday to buy turnips and then I'm, trashing my my house that i've spent so much time trying to make look nice by just covering it in turnips everywhere and yeah then, and then you have them like, and then the, the, then the whole following week is just spent on trying to get just... a turnip price so i can make some money how's your how's your turnips how, how, how which, how's the turnips you got any turnips like what's up how, how are your turnips <laughs> it's totally like uh yeah it's like the it's like the old it's like the amiibo it's like hey man you kind of you heard you heard about amiibos you got any <laughs> what i used to do you got, when we, y'all got any of them good turnip prices i'm thinking uh, of that Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, that of course that meme. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like that, I I felt like when I go to stores, I'd be like, "What kind of what kind of amiibo you got?" Like, was could you you take like when I went to that when I went to that Target or or Walmart or wherever it was where that guy like pulled all the amiibo out and I found uh, how I found like the the Castlevania ones or whatever you know, and because they were buried behind other shit and yeah, I do kind of miss that of the of the you can just go wherever world back when stores were open and stuff. I do kind of miss miss just like finding finding cool amiibo in the wild even though i don't think they're i don't think they're re- releasing any i don't at least i haven't looked at i it. really miss going out yeah disc replay and stores like that yeah i fine. just want to buy something random you know at a game store that i find sure yeah yeah now that i but uh yeah they're doing some sort of curbside service at disc replay but i have no idea how that works oh that's they weird just would, <laughs> yeah they started doing that at the game store by me too just ask them like yeah. be like hey uh do you have a copy of do you get a used copy of super monkey ball in there or something like can just have them go and look for you and and is that how it works i don't know if you're looking for a sp- do you have do you have the second katamari domacy on ps2 because i really want that yeah i have it well it is I really want to I really want to play that game again. It's been so long. It's Jess's copy. I, w- I I don't I don't know how how well they did with the re-release, but they really should just re-release that other one too, and then we we could play that on the Switch. That'd be great. But I would say that's pretty much it for video games for the week. It's been a light week, but um, I don't know when I'm going to really get into a game. I haven't decided yet if I want to get Zeno. Um, I probably will get the get the Clubhouse games because I think that'll be a fun multiplayer game and. Just I think it's got a lot of potential, so that's sort of like my next big purchase. I think probably. I, I figured well, Zeno, Zeno, and Clubhouse are like back to back, and I, I, I have a feeling that Clubhouse is going to sell well, just because I think a lot of people are stuck at home with their roommates yeah, or so. roommates or their spouses or whatever. You know, the boyfriend, the bowling is boyfriend, girlfriend. Play say that the bowling was better than we bowling. I don't know if that's going to be oh, true. Really? I heard yeah from what I watched in the reviews, and those are the ones I were mostly. I was mostly curious about was bowling and tar- and darts, but they said mm-hmm. that they said that it feels like the natural evolution of of Wii bowling, whatever that means. And I, I thought that that other Switch bowling game was kind of that too, but they also changed the the button, the way the buttons worked, and that kind of screwed with some people. So I don't know, but but people say that they like it. They said that it's they're well, from what I was seeing, they're saying that it was maybe almost too easy, I guess, or too easy to control. They said the same thing with billiards, but. I don't care. I mean, I think it's still going to be fun. And there's so many different games in there that 
I figured Jess and I would have a lot to play on there. So that was like, that was like a no, no contest for me. I was planning on, well, now that I, now that I got extra birthday eShop points, it was, that was my number one purchase was going to be that one right after I saw a decent review of it, you know, and it, it isn't reviewed yet, but they said that the, that the controls work fine. So if all of a sudden everybody comes back and says that the controls are broken on the day it releases, I'm going to be pissed off because I'd be like, why did you, why did you do the preview and say everything was fun and all that? So, but I, I am looking forward to it. A lot. I think it's going to be fun. That's pretty much it for me. Well, I've been playing Animal Crossing, um, and I'm definitely starting to, like Jeremy, wind down on my time as far as how much I'm playing the game. Um, I'm still in, in the turnip mode, so I'm, I'm checking in the morning and then checking in the afternoon. Um, but other than that, I'd say maybe I'd average you know, somewhere between half hour to an hour a day on that game. Yeah, and I bought turnips this week. I bought a bunch. Uh, 1.3 million so far. Uh, and my turnip prices. So I bought them at the highest price that I've seen so far. I bought them at 105. Yeah, 105. That's that's what they're then, selling for right now in, in my island is, one, is 104. So you could lose a then, you could lose a bell. <laughs> but so far now now prices are the lowest that I've ever seen. So Monday it was 43 and then 40. Today it was 35 and then 30. So it just keeps going down, down, down. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a big upswing sometime this week. That's my hope. Let's hope. I, yeah, and then I can hope. come over and make some money. Absolutely. I think mine were 80 something this week. It's the lowest I've seen them. And almost made me buy more than I did. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, but yeah, I settled on 300k just because of the stress a million was causing me last week. Once yeah. you once you guys are able to get past the turnips, I think it's a it's a nicer feeling. Like the last couple of weeks, I have not even fucked with turnips at all, and I'm just like, like whatever. I'm, I'm more. I'm more is to <laughs> pay off the last loan, and then I'm going to get one more big score, so I just have something to sit on. Uh-huh. Yeah. You sound like a bank robber. That's I have right. a, I mean, I have like two, I have close to 2 million in my savings. I mean, I, and I, and I make about what, like a hundred thousand a day from like, from like fruits and, and, uh, and cash trees and rocks and stuff like that. So it's, I don't know. I think one thing good. I have been trying is I've been, uh, I've been trying to get it to where all five of my rocks are together. So oh, yeah. Like, I've seen people. I had, trying to do I've that. had two rocks that spawn close to each other now, and I've just been destroying all the other ones every day and hoping that. I can get all five of my rocks in sort of the same vicinity and then maybe like make a, a garden out of them or something. I think, I think there's actually six, there's six rocks total. Are you sure? Yeah. Cause I have, yeah, cause I, I have, six I have six in my town. Hmm. Yeah. Cause they're, I know exactly where they are because I have two that are next to each other. Well, I have two sections of two, four of the rocks are like, there's two by each other. There's two by each other. And then there's two others that are in two separate parts of the Island. So it's six total. Yeah, and the rocks. Six two. Yeah. I, I so have to look. I can only find five, and every time I've like found four, and I haven't gotten the money rock. The very next one I find always has the money in it. So mm-hmm. I've never hit the six before. That's weird. You've got a, a rock hidden somewhere, just wasting money. Maybe, but I, I've I never check. had a day where I didn't get the money rock. It's yeah, but you're you're you're, you're wasting, wasting all those iron nuggets, man. Stones, nuggets. <laughs> I, I mine all of them every day. I, I go hit all six of them every day. Whether whether I get whether I get money the first time or not, I go get. That's why I, I have my money tree. That's why okay. I have so many stones it's and got shit. Money on it, I chop it down. I leave the stump. I go and I find the money rock, and I go and I get all the fossils, and then I find the gold spot, dig it up, plant the tree, carry it, replace the stump with 
the new money tree. Oh, okay. And I don't really farm my my uh, orchard. I really I should do that because all my trees in my orchard are, are full. And I even put a uh, a row of sand in it so that um, I can grow coconuts in my orchard too. Oh, okay. I didn't know you could. Uh, I didn't know you could do that. If you put the beach down, you can put a coconut Use tree there. Use the sand path. Yeah. Oh shit! I should do that by my because I have like a beach area. That's all sand, like like by the residence center, and it'd be cool if I threw a if I if I threw a tree in there. I didn't know I could do that. That I could put like a. That I'm pretty could... sure it was Fuchsia that told us that. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I should do that. I should I should put a fucking coconut tree like right there by the beach, uh, by the by the residence center. I will do that. Well, I also I, got one of our play next. I also got one of one of your guys is a uh, characters. I got Trade's character Kurt. You got Kurt, the angry bear with yeah. the with the. Uh, Whatever the the band aid on his head, he's got like that X band aid yep. on his face. Maybe that's what he's so mad about. Yeah, I just you know I just he's whatever. I didn't hate him. I just didn't really care when he. It was kind of like what you were saying with truffles when he said he wanted to leave. I'm like, yeah, sure, because I never actually I didn't really pick him. I didn't meet him on an island. He just randomly showed up. He mm-hmm. it was one of those things where you just next day it's like okay this person's moving in, but I never saw him anywhere. He wasn't in the campsite, so I didn't like handpick ask him. He just nosed his way onto the town like just like he did for you but the last guy that i got i, I got elvis the angry the angry lion he was the one he kind of nosed into my island without me talking to him before and he's actually okay he's he's a grumpy he's a grumpy type too but he's he's fine he wears like this he wears, wears like this king this kingly robe and a crown and like his house is pretty is pretty nice even though i've started fucking around with giving all my with with giving my villagers um, specific wallpapers and floorings to try to change the way their house looks because I have I have so much wallpapers and flooring that I don't and I only have so many rooms you know and I want to use them so I I've started just giving them to my villagers and they can put them in their houses and I and I haven't I haven't given them the ones that I got from Sahara just because you can't get those back if you do you know you can only get them from Sahara but like ones that I find in the store that I can reorder I've like. Like one of the, like, I don't know, like Cole's flooring is like a leopard print or something like that. I just I buy him like weird ones that I think is funny and just I give them to my villagers and they put them in their in their uh, houses. So can change up the way that those look. I've been doing more Wii Fit, so I'm getting into the habit of it. I've been doing it five days a week, so I'm I'm into wow. it. I'm gonna keep on keep on going with it. Are you feeling it? Uh, does it? Does I wonder it make, if you're absolutely. the only person in the world playing it. It's <laughs> Wii very Fit. possible. No, that's not true. I'm sure somebody else is playing Wii Fit. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's somebody else, some other gamer somewhere in the world who's stuck in this house and thought I need some physical activity and dusted off the old balance board. I'm that sure must have happened somewhere else. I bet you anything. There's a lot of people doing it. Just uh, for like maybe somebody who doesn't have a we doesn't have a switch yet or couldn't never got the ring fit ring fit you know and they're just using what they got and yeah I'm sure there's plenty of people doing the Wii Fit. I don't know if people think people. Yeah, and have I'm forgotten. absolutely seeing improvements already. So. Just in terms of the way that I feel throughout the day, I feel much better. I feel I don't feel that achiness that I was feeling that or that anxiety about oh I I need to move I need to move. Um, I feel like satisfied throughout mm-hmm. the day. And then also when I'm playing the game, my balance is getting a lot better. Like I'm doing things that I was struggling with before, and I'm not struggling as much now. For instance, there's one called the shoulder stand we lay down flat on the ground and then you have to lift your legs up so you're like your knees are almost touching your face and then you just push your legs straight up to the ceiling so you're standing on your shoulders and that one when i first started doing it was like really really difficult um 
like to the point where it was almost dangerous. And I thought I was going to, I don't know, fall over or snap my neck or something. But um, now today, I can say today, I actually, I, I actually like, turned a corner on that one to where I, I didn't feel like I was a Jenga tower about to fall over. I was just, I had some control over it. And, you know, I, I, there was no risk of me injuring my back, which I think there definitely was before. Oh, so well, like, that's wow, good. that's that's a noticeable improvement after doing this. I think this is my what sixth time doing it so far. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed. All of, I said it the first time that I've talked about this on the show. But I think with we we fit. I'm impressed all over again about this 13 year old game. And I encourage anybody who's got one looking for something physical to do, give it a try. It's it's well worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, how, I lost how, an inch off my waist. How long? Uh, how long do you play? Do you do like twenty minute like increments or hour or how long do you play? I do an hour. Or do you? Okay. So you you can do the you can set up your routine and it won't let you do more than an hour. So um, yeah, that's what I do, and then I'll do one balance game afterward. Mm-hmm. It's kind of separated. Like there's the yoga part and strength training, and then the games are a separate thing that you can't do as part of the routine. That's like my reward at the end. I try different balance game at the end all in all it's just a little bit over an hour Mm. and uh, i lost an inch off my waist you can record uh, certain statistics on your own manually like so i got a tape measure i measured my waist and um, i'm down one inch so that's cool Uh, i set a goal to lose a certain amount of weight so i started my starting weight was 283 and it kind of recommended that i i I looked up you know what's a good steady amount of weight to lose and for someone i said they recommend what you're about six five six you're pretty tall dude i'm six six yeah yeah so that yeah that plays into it like i'm i don't think i'm um, fat but i'm definitely this is the biggest i've ever been in my life i would typically average around through through most of my adulthood i would probably be around 210 215 maybe and right now 283 so yeah i could i get into better shape um my goal is to get down in three months, I want to get down to 261. So that's like, what, about 11 pounds a month or so? Yeah, that's that's what I want, want to do. Does that, I mean, obviously, there's probably got to be something dietary, too, to go along with this. Are you yeah, trying to, like, eat healthier? Yeah, I need to look up more. I'm, I'm going to. I have it on my schedule to, like, do the research and, like, get whatever book that might help me or do some reading about it and figure out what exactly would be a because it's hard to eat healthy right diet plan. It really you want is, to buy food that's going to keep you don't want to go to the yep. store because it would take to have fresh produce and stuff all the time to like eat yeah it. yep absolutely and then I, I just want to figure out what's also the, the expense of eating eating well you know that's it's it's probably more, more yeah. expensive to Way eat more, well yeah. than it is to eat, eat horribly yeah than to so, eat cans and stuff like which yeah, yeah. I mean, we try that right now yeah. at this time when you know, I don't have a job. I'm on unemployment mm-hmm. and on on uh, SNAP benefits. Yeah, you know, I don't want to go spend a lot of money on food. Sure, and and it's and like you're saying, it's hard to. And we've been trying, we've been trying to get like fresh vegetables and stuff like that, but it's hard to keep it. And if you're only going, like we try to keep our shopping to a minimal. Like we only shop like once every three weeks or so. So. So we yeah, try to once every two weeks. try to try to make it keep as long as we can, and it's hard to do that when you're trying to do fresh stuff because some of it won't keep as long as you hope. So it's yeah, it's 
yeah, it's hard to hard to balance that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's working out for you and you're able to to do it. I I'm still hoping to try something at Ring Fit. I'm just you know my body feels like pretty sore and I'm not really I don't I'm not at the point yet to to try to get back into that. But I'm sure at some point I'll have to. My only exercise has been going up and down the stairs to check the mail. So mm. that's that's what I got. But but yeah, I mean, and also it's like a just the whole like pressure of trying to stay ment- mentally sane and, and all of this has been rough on me as well. So it's like some days are harder than others. So it's also trying to balance that. Mixed sure. in I don't know thing, what the so. difference is between we fit and and ring fit as far as like the type of activity. I, ring fit strikes me as more like aerobic. Uh, um, I mean, there are there are yoga stuff in ring fit okay. as well. And there's and there are like strength training stuff in there. I think they kind of have the same thing, except Ring Fit has a, has like a has like an adventure mode built okay. around it. And the ring is there any way of it detecting balance? Like, does it use the the ankle bracelet to, to, to determine balance or whatever? No, I think it just uses that to, to to figure out where you're at and like whether your okay. leg is in the right position for the for whatever exercise you're doing. But a lot of it is about the ring resistance. That's like the huge difference. Yeah between the two of them and it does it is actually like you know it, it just squeezing it without even the game on will like will feel like you're doing something you know what would you say i, I look like a lot of, ugh, looks like a lot of the activities involve your core too right you're trying to like build your core with ring fit uh i mean you can do whatever you can set it up to however you want like you you have free reign of, of putting whatever exercises you want on there even on the single player game so it depends on what you want to focus on like i thought about just trying to put something together as a core as just like a 20 minute core thing and just try to do that like you know however yeah. many times a week start start small and try to do like at least like maybe three times a week and i always felt like that's what worked out well for me when i when i was able to go to the gym still you know obviously gyms are not don't exist and thankfully they don't charge me for mine anymore because it's not there but uh, i mean it is there but it's not open but uh it's like what i used to do when i was did go to the gym very fairly regularly I try to at least go there once a week and then try to build from there. Like once you have it to where you're always there once a week, then try to go like maybe twice a week. And if you do, and if you do a thing and you know, a certain amount of times, and I think it takes like a couple months for it to actually become like a thing that your body like is expected to do, you know, like to, to develop a habit and all that. So that's kind of how I do it. I mean, it's like the same thing I do with this, with this podcast and all is developing a habit of always editing on Thursday. And then I just, that's what I do, you know? So it's like, that's a, Kind of how, and and if you do it a certain amount of times, it's just it would be, you would find it very weird if you didn't, you know, because it's become part of your life and your, you know, that's what you want. To, already, that's what so you want speaking, to get to for the working out, you know. Speaking for myself, I'm already feeling like if I didn't do the workout, it's like almost like choosing to feel worse because I remember how 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 bad I I felt just two weeks ago, three weeks ago after all the anxiety of not getting any activity and, and my muscles just all tensed up, just like screaming to, to move and do something. Um, I remember how that, how that feels. And so with the almost immediate effect on me of, of, of feeling more positive, just like minutes after I finish the workout, I've, I've started to see it as, okay, I'm choosing to feel better. And to not do it would be like, wouldn't make sense to me. Now, the only, the only, I think, um, threat is that maybe there'll come a point somewhere down the road where I forget what it felt like to, to not move around so much. Sure. How bad that felt. 
Yeah. And then I might just let myself slide. But yeah. well, I guess you... I have this podcast, I'll play this deck. <laughs> well, well, once, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll make it a reminder to you. But I mean, once you start, like, we start actually get to go out and have jobs again, you might slip on the working out because you're walking around all the time. And that's, right. that's understandable. But I mean, it's, you know, mm. at least it's, at least it's there for you to, for now, for you to, you know, make yourself feel better while, while you do it. Yeah. And I'm glad that's there. And that the Wii is still helping you out with well, the Wii in the form of the Wii U, but you know, the Wii, the Wii that's 3, right. or the Wii U, of course. And thank goodness that I bought that Wii U because my, I don't think I mentioned it on the show the other, the other time we talked about this, but, uh, my Wii doesn't work anymore. So I put the Wii Fit into the Wii because I like to play on the original system whenever I can. And it was just this horrible grinding noise. Yeah. Like the disk drive is broken. Mm. And it was like, ah, I you know, unplugged the thing from the wall and like held my breath for a second. And I, I, able to, I was able to take the game out with a pair of tweezers. And the game was fine. It wasn't scratched up or anything. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, my Wii is not working as far as the disk drives. So a good thing that I bought this Wii U, which I really have not used that much. Um, and I, I just bought it a couple couple months ago, maybe almost, I don't know, eight, eight months ago or something. I thought it was a while I ago. Really, it's been a while. Yeah, but I've really not used it too much. Um, but now I'm using it every single day. So, yeah, and, and the balance board works still. That's awesome. And now you have a – well, I guess you can – there are ways for you. I was going to say you have all those little me's to greet you in the in the Wii U menu, but you can actually mm-hmm. you can actually bypass that if you want to. I know I know there's ways for you to just go straight to the Wii whenever you when you turn on your Wii U. Oh, I didn't know that. I forget what it is. I used to do it. The well, when I I'd completely forgotten about it until just now. I think you you either hold like B on one of the remotes or look look it up. There is a thing where you can actually have it go straight to the Wii, and also you know if you turn it on with your with your uh, with the remote thing. Yeah, the um, you can actually you we you know it's it'll show what you played last, so you can have it go straight to the Wii menu through that also. So it'll start that I've done. Yeah, yeah. but but there is a way that you can hold you can turn it on and hold the button, and it'll go straight into the Wii, and it won't even do the Wii U menu and all. So that. do you turn it on with the Wii remote? I mean, you can turn it on with the Wii remote, but it's something like that. Yeah, where you turn it on with the remote and you hold the button, and you hold B, okay. and I, I'm thinking B. Don't quote me on it; I might be wrong, but look it up. It's it's a real thing. I've done it before. Like, see, Google it. You know, and I'll see, but I'm, I'm pretty, I think it's B. I want to say B. Uh, if it isn't, you can next week and come in and tell me that I'm wrong and all that. But I think <laughs> that's what I remember that it was, that it was that, but yeah, no, you can, you can, you can bypass that and all that stuff and go straight to the Wii, which I wish that, cause I'm trying to play GameCube games through my Wii. I wish I could do that in the, in the Wii too, and just go straight to the GameCube, which if there's this whole thing, uh, I, I bought this, you know, I bought this adapter for my Wii to play it on the TV because my TV doesn't have AV plugs and all that anymore, which I didn't know was going to be so much of a pain in the ass until now. But, but, uh, but I'm, I'm play. I go, I bought this adapter thing and, you know, I don't know how long those last. Like the last one that I got, that one broke. And I was like, I figured whenever this one breaks, I'm just going to buy a cheap HD GameCube thing because you can buy them for 30 now. I don't know how, if they work as well as the $100 ones that they were selling, but, I'm just gonna go that route and just have it. I think they do work really well. GameCube, right? Hmm? That's the one I have. That was like that. Yeah, that's the one I have. Well, you have the hundred and fifty dollar one, but I've seen ones on Amazon now that are only thirty. Well, the one I got was only a hundred. Oh, okay. I thought it was. But it's the one that a, a, that a human person made by themselves. I yeah, guess. most people are human. Well, the other one because the Janet bought one too. And it was but the one she bought was the ones when they started mass producing them. Like yeah, but them. but those were those were. 
fifty, I think. Oh they? no, they were still a hundred. Like they they were because I looked because I looked at them, of course, you know, just out of research for the show, and they were still the same price. But you can buy ones now on Amazon that are thirty, that are twenty nine ninety nine, and I don't know if they're as good as the ones that you guys got. But as it's at this point, I don't care. So I would just get, I just buy whatever the cheap. Because yeah. the Wii one I got was like ten dollars, just because I was so fed up with it not working that I just like went for the cheap one. And I figured, just be if careful, because there was something that in recent news, maybe like a year ago, actually, that the the adapter fried the GameCube. Oh no, that was Jeremy's. That was the one that Jeremy got. We talked about mm-hmm. that on the show because oh, right, that yeah. was the one that Jeremy because he because it was he I was talking so. he was actually talking to a guy about it like through emails or whatever. And then, yeah, the whatever middle Jesus guy, he, it happened to him. And then you, and the one that you ended up getting was a, was an updated version, right, Jeremy? Like, right. I had already ordered it at that point when he, when metal Jesus posted the update video and I was like, Oh shit. But then he, uh, yeah, the way he like redesigned the port to where it like, it attaches better, I guess, but it still doesn't fix the problem. Like if it got ripped out while I was playing, it could fry my GameCube. So, I'm scared. That's why I have my GameCube in like a, like in a cabinet, because I've got a couple of furry mammals that would love to fry my GameCube on accident. Oh yeah. Well, you also also you can use it on the old TV on the CRT TV. You can always just hook it up to that if you want to. I could. If you want to just have it, you know, because I have my I have my I GameCube. Wanted it, I wanted the HD HDMI for the Elgato and stuff, and I was really wanting to play through. Um, sure. Metal Gear. Actually, really wanted to play through Metal Gear, but I never did do that. Mm. I'm going to eventually. There's still time. I have it. <laughs> it's a good game. Well, let's let's talk about Real Mist, which we haven't. Yeah, my other about my big purchase of the week was Real Mist. Yeah. So this is the it's called Real Mist Masterpiece Edition, actually, because to be clear, so Mist came out in 1994. Then there, which was, if you've not played Mist, just a, a brief explanation, I guess. It's a point and click puzzle adventure game. Right. It, it, it um, was, yeah, it was a big. It was a big one at the time. I feel like it was. It was, it was huge. It was massive. So it was. Yeah. It, it was. If you had a CD-ROM, you had missed in 1994. You, if you had it in 1994, you had missed. It was. It was just. It came with a lot of computers. Came with a lot of CD-ROMs, and so everybody played this game. It sold millions. And in fact, you know, I would consider it. There's a lot of classic games out there. There are a few. I would say cornerstone games. Mist is what I would call a cornerstone game where it was the first CD-ROM interactive uh, software, multimedia game, whatever you want to call it, that a lot of people owned. It just, to me, in my memory, it's tied one-to-one with getting my CD-ROM drive. So in that way, it's not just a classic. It's it's like a staple. And if you are interested at all in game history, you owe it to yourself to play Mist. Mm-hmm. Now you can play it on your Switch. So... There was Mist that came out in 1994, and as I said, it's a point and click, but it's it was static images due to the limitations of of the hardware at the time. It was not a full 3D game. It was pre-rendered images, beautiful 3D-looking images, but they were just essentially 2D images that you were clicking on, right? In 2000, they did a remake, which was called Real Mist, and Real Mist was a full 3D rendering remake of the game. Now. 2014 was Real Mist Masterpiece Edition that came out on PC. I'm pretty sure it came out on PlayStation 3 and all those. And so now today we have Real Mist Masterpiece Edition on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So what we've got here is on the Switch, it's a port of a six-year-old remake of a remake. Yeah. And so go into that with 
that expectation. You're going into it. One, you're somebody like me who played the original. You just want the experience of playing it again. If you go into that into, into it with that mindset, you're going to enjoy it. If you go into it with the mindset knowing that it's you know a port of a remake of a remake, you're also going to enjoy it. If you go into it expecting a new game like up to the standards of today, you you might be disappointed. I personally, when I was playing it, I could I could compartmentalize. I can enjoy it for you know what it is a, tri- a nostalgia trip, playing it all all over again. But part of me also wishes that after all this time and you know being a port of remake of remake, why didn't they just remake it again? I wish that they would have went to the trouble of remaking it again because you're walking around on the island, right? But like none of the trees are moving. Like there's no wind. Yeah. There's no like individual blades of grass. The grass is one, you know, texture. It's not up to the standards of today. And I think that for what it is, it's fantastic. It's great. But time has come for an actual like a 2020 remake of Mist. I would love to play that. And I would buy that again, even though I just bought this. Yeah. Would did was there a whole lot of a change between like the 2000 version and the 2014 version? That I don't know. I'm I wondering to that a little bit more. Well, because the way that you're describing it, it kind of describe. It kind of sounds like a, maybe around like what the 3D, around like what 3D worlds were like in 2000. Like, because I, I mean, right. even in I, I felt like even in GameCube there were some there were some stuff that had like decent looking trees and wind and oh, stuff yeah. like that. I, I think that so if I'm looking at this game, what I guess it's a, tw- a 2000 game or a 2014 game, I would guess it's a 2000 game. I would guess it's like a really really pretty 2000 game. Yeah, from the way that you're, the way you're describing it, it sounds like that it's that it's probably just like a touched up version of that 2000 port, you know, or that yeah. 2000 re-release or whatever. I think that's pretty much what it is. I think they essentially, you know, HD was was coming around in 2014 or you know, I guess it had been around for a year or two, really. So it was probably like, hey, this is the HD version of the 2000 game. Yeah. So that's my guess. I don't know the real difference, the ins and outs of the difference between the two. Do you do you remember like a lot of the puzzles when you're playing through it? Like, is it do do you like is it coming back to you, or are you still kind of like stuck on some of them? So I'm stuck on the same ones that I was stuck on when I was 12. Is how, how that works out. But I mean, um, I was like, you think you'd remember them, right? If you were stuck on them for so long <laughs> when you were a kid? I don't know. I don't know how it works, the game. Well, so here's the thing is that it it also kind of shows its age and that a lot of the puzzles are pretty obtuse. Like they were at the time and they still are, I guess, even more so now. The trade-off to that is, thankfully, it comes with a built-in walkthrough, built, a built-in hit, hint system. So if you really are stuck, you can go to the hints and it'll give you like first a vague hint, then it'll give you a more specific hint. And then it'll pretty much just tell you what to do. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing. Um, I figured I struggled with it enough when I was 12, no shame in using the hints. Um, yeah. And I haven't gotten too far into it. And part of the reason is because actually sad to report there was a bug. So my save file got corrupted somewhere. Oh along no. The way. Oh no. Yeah. I think, Thankfully, I was not too too far into it. I wasn't even off the, the main island yet. But when I booted up the game, um, I could not go into any interiors. I could just walk around the island, and the doors wouldn't open. But there was one uh, sort of corridor that you go around, and you walk down the stairs to go to in, into an interior. And like it was all of a sudden transparent. Like I could see through all the way out to the ocean, and it wouldn't let me go downstairs. Hmm. So I tried rebooting it again and again, and it just wouldn't work. And I ended up having to delete the file. 
Hopefully, oh, no. hopefully on my next playthrough, uh, that's not going to happen. Hopefully. So they have they updated it or tried to patch it or, or no? Not to my knowledge. I mean, it just came out like three days ago or something like that. I know you don't Twitter, John, but you can always bug the company like I do. Maybe <laughs> I, I would. You could tweet like I tweeted at Aspire so many times for the Star Wars games. I, I like to believe I, I, I like you to believe that it helped. Should let know about their missed opportunity. Yeah. Right. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I I like to believe that it helped because they did fix it later. I mean, all the stuff that I complained about is fixed now in those Star Wars games. But I did take a video, yeah. so maybe I will do that. Yeah, you can always. Um, and then to explain a little bit about my my nickname, my quote. So the, the story of the game, uh, briefly, you start out basically not knowing what you're doing there, or how you got there. Uh, you opened up a book and the book sucked you in and now you're in this world. That's all you know. Mm. You know nothing. And so you're walking around. Um, the first thing that you really come to is the library, uh, which serves as sort of, a, it's like definitely one of the, the main hubs of the game that you're going to go back to again and again. Inside the library, there's two books. There's one on either side. There's the red book and there's the blue book. And each book has a, a spare page next to it of the same color. You open up the book and inside the blue book is a video that pops up. There's this guy who's trapped inside the book and he said, bring me the blue pages, bring me the blue pages. Same thing on the other side. Open it up here. This slightly more malicious looking guy saying, bring me the red pages. But I think it's a really cool way to start a game, especially in 1994. It's very clear that these two are sort of competing for your, your trust. And who do you trust more? It's a very cinematic way to, to open the game. Mm. So I, I appreciate that. Do you, is it, are you supposed to trust, trust the blue pages because it's less malicious? <laughs> well, as the story goes on, I mean, I think the one character, the blue, the blue guy, he's a little bit more like loony and a little bit more, um, just kind of a go- goofy type of character, but he's maybe no less evil. I don't know. <laughs> Um, the other guy is just like straight up. Ooh, he's got like the classic villain pointy beard mustache and all that stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, you, you're thrown in with these two guys and asked to trust one or the other of them. And then there's, as you play around with the island a little bit more, one of the first puzzles reveals a a hidden cave or a hidden bunker, rather. And if you type in a certain code on the panel, this hologram pops up and it's the author of the books. And he starts talking to his wife because he left a note for his wife that you find. And, and that's how you find the cave. And he says, Catherine, my love, they've, they've destroyed the books. I think it was either Sirius or Akinar, my sons. So you're, you're seeing it from his point of view. And it's, you know, who do you trust between the two sons? Yeah, it, this is all again in 1994, like just as we were coming off of, of 8-bit graphics. And, you know, we've moved into 16, I guess, at that point. But. Here comes this game with the, all this full motion video and this very cinematic story and this very immersive quality to it where it just throws you in and it's your first CD-ROM game that you've ever played. Yeah. So it left a big impression on me. And to anyone who's curious, just go buy it. It's worth the $20. I got it for 16 on the pre-order, but 20 bucks absolutely worth it. And it's still it's still on sale, right? Or is it, is it not? Is it? Oh, maybe it is. I, 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 I'm asking you. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it, I, I don't know. It is still on sale right now. Well, as of this recording, it might it might not be on sale after that. It's on sale till the twenty eighth. So yeah, this, when this is getting posted, will be the last the last sale date. But yeah, take a look at it. I think uh, 
like I said, I think what the golf should be on sale till then too. So yeah, to the twenty eighth. They're they're both till the twenty eighth. So you can check that out. But cool. Yeah. No, I I I played Mist a little bit, but it was never really. I don't really have a whole lot of nostalgia for it, but I know a lot of mm-hmm. people do. So I mean, it makes sense for it to be on there, and and it's good that it's on the Switch, and now you can play it portable. I mean, everything you know, everything should be on the Switch. That's how we're saying right. nowadays. Bring it all to the Switch. But yeah. Well, if that's uh, if that's all you want to say about Real Mist, I'm good. Okay, we can we can take a quick break here, come back and talk about some news. There's not a whole lot of stuff, so hopefully we can get through it fairly quickly. But we'll be right back. Hey, hey you! It's me, Mario! Yeah, you! Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! So uh, let's talk about the news. Uh, it's been it's not a whole lot of news this week, but that's fine. Uh, I think we talked a lot about we already talked about a lot of stuff that's coming out this week. The big releases are the Bioshock collection, and of course Borderlands and XCOM are all coming out. 
plus Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which is the one that I'm getting. So all of those are on there. We kind of went over some of the file sizes for that. I didn't I didn't look at Borderlands, but I I would predict it's probably around the same as Bioshock, if not less, is what I would think. Borderlands is going to be interesting because, you know, Borderlands was an online game that you could play single that you could play like with other people in a four four person party or whatever. And it's all about collecting loot and stuff like that. And there's hundreds and hundreds of guns in there, different types of guns that react in different ways. And it's all about trying to find that perfect gun. And I did play through the first one and enjoyed it. I played some of the second one and, uh, but I played through it by myself. So I guess I did it wrong, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious as to how well the, uh, how well the internet community would work for that game when it comes out. But yeah, that's, that's the stuff for the week. Um, let's see. As far as deals, we talked about that, uh, real mist and, what the golf are on sale until today. If you're listening to this as it's posted, as in 5:28, there's that going on. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think that's most. I don't know how long Russian the whatever Mother Russia bleeds is going for. I don't. Th- I don't think it matters how long that's on sale for. But yeah, everything's still kind of you know they're they're still having all sorts of sales. I just got an email saying that Mega Man 3 was on sale also. So check the eShop. There's all sorts of stuff on there. But we talked about there's a system update that happened. Um, it's pretty much just like stability stuff, right? There's not really a whole lot added to it. Correct. And uh, same thing. There, I know when we were talking about the maintenance on Animal Crossing, there was another update added to that, and I think that's still a stability type of thing. This is addressed issues to further ensure an enjoyable gaming experience. So that sounds like you know, mostly just balancing or whatever, whatever they do, uh, making it to where you can find less tarantulas, I'm sure. Or, well, no, there's no more tarantulas. Uh, scorpions now, you know. And uh, also, Pac-Man. Pac-Man is coming to Minecraft. Have you seen any of that? Or I care. I'd like to try it. Yeah, I know. Well, you're, you're the Minecraft guy, but you haven't... You probably haven't touched... Have Have you played... I know you, I think you said you played a little bit of Minecraft since... Uh, since Animal Crossing came out. A very small amount, just for comparison's sake. And... It was weird. I'm looking at it right now, the Pac-Man stuff, and it looks like there's 3D the 3D mazes that you can do, and you can play as the Pac-Man characters, the weird ones with the legs, which I still think is strange. But and there's the, and there's giant ghosts and stuff, and little and little uh, dots to eat and all that stuff. So it's very much Pac-Man inspired levels on there. So give give some people a reason to return to Minecraft. Which I'm sure you'll, whenever you've, uh, if you've had a minute from Animal Crossing, maybe you can. I, I still, in my mind, I still want to go back to Dragon Quest Builders too, for me, because, you know, all the, the building works better on that than, uh, or the crafting does works better than Animal Crossing. So it's always a nice breath of fresh air to that. But I think one thing I do want to talk about is probably our, like, main news thing, but there's been, a supposed leak. Uh, more people are still talking about the Metroid Prime trilogy stuff, but this—I mean, this could be right. Maybe I mean just because of the date that it says on it. But somebody was saying that that. So how did you read through this? Right? How did the how yeah. did the thing come out? Yeah. So the rumor is that Metroid Prime trilogy is coming. We've all heard this time and time again, but uh, here it is again. So Swedish retailer. Inet, I-N-E-T, they listed a release date for the game as June 19th. Yeah. Which, I mean, 
that that is a that is a Friday. You know, Nintendo games come out on Friday. June nineteenth is also that would be around like E three time. So maybe yeah, it would. it's also strange that you know yeah. this isn't something that's far off. A lot of times when these sorts of things come up, with the retailer like happened at Best Buy a couple of times uh, listing something. It's like four months or six months down the road, and it's like a placeholder almost, like in their system. This is something that they listed it for June nineteenth. I mean, that's what three weeks away. Uh, yeah, so, it's uh, it would be two weeks after Clubhouse Games launches. So. It seems like if it's in their system and it just popped up, like that lends a little bit of uh, um, credence to this. Mm. Also, it's uh, June nineteenth is a Friday, and games typically tend to come out on Tuesdays and Fridays. Well, Nintendo games come out on Fridays. Uh, all other games normally come out on Tuesdays, but Nintendo in particular, they always release their games on Fridays. So that's why it's kind of maybe I don't know. I'm still. I mean, I, if they released a Metroid Prime trilogy that had dual analog control and they redid the control on it, I would be interested in re-getting it, even though I already have it for the Wii. But just to play it in a way that it's never been played before, like it was never really available in true dual analog aiming and all that. Because even the original games on GameCube didn't have that. Like, you could only stop and aim. Like, you couldn't really run and aim at the same time. So if they changed it in a way like that and do do a trilogy, I'll, I'm will i into it. I mean, I, I made sure to leave some extra money on my eShop and, and my eShop points just in, you know, in, in case, like, this, the Mario remasters are real or in case, like, Metroid Prime Trilogy actually comes out. You know, like, that's that's kind of what I was leaving it there for. It's just, like, a little bonus, like... If some crazy thing surprise happens that I might want to get aside from whatever else I was planning on getting for each month, that's what that's kind of what that was for. So if they could release it, if it was a real thing and it were released for thirty dollars or less, I'd be interested in it. That's how I feel. How do you guys feel about that? If it was, I think they probably release it for forty. Yeah, you think they do a add that Nintendo ten dollar tax switch tax there? Absolutely. For three games and they redid them. Yeah. I don't think they're going to go 10 bucks a piece. Yeah. I mean, well, with Nintendo, they'll probably release it for 60. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know who I'm, who I'm thinking I'm talking about here. Like it's going to be a $60 game if they're releasing three of them. Depends on how much they do to it. I think if they just kind of, you know, fix up the controls or whatever, like it could be 40, but if they do like a full, you know, this is the retrospective of the series and here's bonus features and all that. So the lack of motion yeah. controls and uh, corruption is going to be strange. Yeah, that's going to be, it would be really weird to do that because yeah, there's a lot of twisting things and like opening doors and stuff that you have to do to move the yeah, so it's, <laughs> I don't know. I still, you know, I, I still like don't, almost don't think that it's a real thing, but there's so, people keep talking about it, so it's got to be, but I don't know. I mean, there, there's some games that they've just straight up re-released from Wii U and didn't do anything and still put them at $60. So, I mean, it's not... I Yeah, I think it's going to be... If it's a $60 thing, I probably, I'll probably i wait till it's on sale for... I'll wait like five years from now until it's on sale for $40 <laughs> or something like that, you know. But, I mean, cool. I mean, I if maybe they were going to like have an update on it at E3 or maybe they were planning on it, I'd love to hear something about it. We haven't really heard anything about the fourth one about Metroid Prime four, you know, since they said they were reworking it to where, uh, to where it's going to be developed by, by, uh, you know, retro studios now and all that. And I, and I think they said that they were planning a release date for what 2022 was what, what they originally planned for. So that's still kind of way in the future, but maybe they had something they could show, like in a direct, or maybe they were planning on doing that. I don't know, but I'd like to believe. <laughs> I want to. I want to believe. 
You got to believe. Yeah. You got to do what? Got to <laughs> believe. Yes. You got to believe. So, yeah, that's that's what I think about that. I think we can I think we can move on from that. Do you want to talk about any of these uh, games announced here that you have highlighted? I don't really know too much about them, but just to list them off, there's going to be a game called Baroque Original Version, which I suppose there was um, a remake of Baroque. This is the original version of Baroque. That's what much I know about that. Yeah. Uh, Urban Flow is another game, and then The Takeover. The Takeover is like a Streets of Rage knockoff. Yeah, The Takeover is actually something that I found on the eShop, and I was like, oh, and it very much looks a lot like a Streets of Rage type game. It's to like the a- point where some of the characters are exactly the same type, like the 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 Capoe guy. Yep, same guy. Oh, yeah, no, it's very much, and there's like an axle in there, and it's and it's very... They they're they're jumping jumping on with the um with the whole release of uh Streets of Rage and it's like what five dollars cheaper it's like it's like twenty or I think there might be a a ten percent sale attached to it or something like that it's less than twenty it's uh you know I don't I I don't know maybe if it went on sale later I'd try it out but it looks it kind of looks like it's going for that more gritty uh art style that you were talking about John that you thought maybe that Streets of Rage four should have with like the less but, clean- they, but it's like the Photoshop or I don't know what I want to say. It does have a weird. Like just, yeah, it's got a weirdness to it. It doesn't. It doesn't look like hand. It looks like they tried to simulate hand painting with a computer. Yeah, it does have kind of a weird like gloss to the character. Like I don't know. Yeah, there's a weirdness. It, it actually kind of reminded me of that really of that other like beat 'em up that wasn't great that I bought on sale. Like the one the one where you're the cops and you can hit and you can kidnap and you can like. Arrest Raging people, Justice whatever. or whatever that is. Yeah, that one. Raging Justice. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was called. Yeah, that one. It kind of reminds me of that one because that one had a weird, had sort of like a weird, like almost clayness to the characters. The, the animation was strange, the way they moved around. It was fine for what it was, but it wasn't great. Urban Flow kind of looks like it's, it's a traffic simulator type thing with the cars. Yeah, it's like mo- a strategy or city type of game. Cars moving almost. around and stuff. Is yeah. it like City Connection? I don't know. The, connection. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in here about like um, you know, changing changing traffic lights and stuff and make sure the cars like go through. Yeah, you control tra- traffic lights and you're basically trying to make everything go smoothly so cars don't hit each other. So, that's I don't know. I haven't really seen a game like that. So, for anybody who's into the sim type stuff, that might be kind of fun. I see there's like alter there's like different versions where there's like tanks and stuff and there's a four-player co-op mode that you can play as well where you're all controlling different lights. So, I don't know. It could be interesting for anybody who's looking for that type of game. That's those. Um, oh, yeah. I also forgot Outer Worlds is coming out like around the same time. I think it's coming out the same day as uh, Clubhouse Games. June that, 5th. That was actually, yeah, Clubhouse Games is June 5th also. And you know what? That was one that I was thinking about getting just because I heard people talk really well about it. But it's 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 dropping for a whole uh Sixty dollars here, and I just I can't bring myself to pay sixty dollars for that game. But if it's if it drops in value later, you know, on, on sale, I'd definitely think about checking it out. I never really, from what I saw of the Fallout games, I never really cared for them. But people were saying this one's better. I don't know. I mean, it's, I was kind of on the fence about it, but I wasn't just gonna like jump in there for sixty dollars. Like no way. Like I'm not putting a whole game price on that just because it's something that I think is kind of cool. You know, I'm not really in the position to do that. And even if I was, I don't think I would pay full game price for it just because I don't know that much about it. But also, um, mostly in a sad note, a poor old skatebird 
the skatebird <laughs> has a <laughs> is won't be landing this year, unfortunately. No, um, I, I did, until 2021. I just saw this before we started recording, but yeah, old old skatebird not making it till next year. That's fine. Maybe they'll refine it. And I I saw they are going to. I so saw a talk a of a. Yeah, there's going to be a story mode. That's one of the reasons why they're they're delaying it. I love. I'm also this, thinking yeah. though, like why this just came out, like this announcement, maybe what two weeks after the Tony Hawk announcement. So I'm wondering if they're like, oh, we're not going to be the only skate game anymore. So let's step it up. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I I like any game with. I, th- I think every game should have a story mode. You know, I I, I like that. So uh, awesome. Yes, it should have one. Let's do that. And I'm still I'm in I'm intrigued by it. And yes, any. Yeah, we've quoted the you know the Miyamoto thing multiple times. Like, always delay your games to make them good. You know, don't you know a bad game is always bad or whatever. Which is which is different now because people can patch it. But a lot of times people are going to remember the original version of it or whatever whatever the review version was of it, and they will never right. ever talk about it in any other way. Which can be annoying for some games for some people. But yeah, try to try to make your game right the first time. That's that's what the moral of the story is on that. Is that whatever people are going to. Talk, keep talking about it. So, I'd like you know I'm excited about it in the future. If the world's still here in 2021, we can we can play it. Also, uh, there was some news about Bayonetta three. I did I did see this um, that they that they say that to, to like stop worrying about Bayonetta three. It is still here. It is happening. So Hideki Kamiya said that I wanted to assure everyone that Bayonetta three is still in development. Even though I felt like it was, it was definitely pushed to the side of for Astral Chain, and we haven't really. Maybe they were going to unveil something about that at E three, but they just want to let everybody know that it's still that's still going. So that's good. Keep the faith. Keep the keep yeah. Keep the Bayonetta three faith. It's still it's still coming. Also, uh, I forgot to mention this last week, but I I read an interview with um with Monolith, and they did hint that they have another game in development. Like of, of course they do, but. They said that they started development of Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition once they finished uh, the Torna DLC stuff of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And uh, they did say that there was another game that they started working on as well at the same time. So I think it's a new thing. I don't think it's I don't think it's a remake of Xeno X. I think it's either Xenoblade 3 or Xenoblade X2. I don't know. Or it could be a whole brand new thing. But I, they, I did catch that in an interview last week forgot to mention it that they did say that there's another thing on the horizon from from mental list so that's always cool i like those guys um even though i could not understand even though i did kind of run into a wall with xenoblade chronicles too even though a friend of the show uh david hutcherson has uh, assured me to check it out again because he said the story is one of the best stories he's ever witnessed and better than most tv or movies i believe is what he said because i know he just he just recently finished that in our uh in our whole like you know doomsday backlog credits challenge whatever that we've been doing and that was a pretty pretty huge game to make it through so i know he's uh trying to prepare for the xenoblade chronicles too so or xenoblade chronicles definitive edition it's coming out so but aside from that we could talk about so there's been there's been uh some stuff so i know one of john's favorite movies of all time uh, oh yeah scott pilgrim is going pilgrim. going back into theaters which is weird because i didn't think that like when like I thought, theaters were dead, right. and they're not. And so they're that's not the thing. So yeah. this year is the ten-year anniversary. It's going to be on August thirteenth. Um, ten years since Scott Pilgrim came out, and Edgar Wright, uh, in honor of of um, uh, the anniversary, he was planning to do a, a re-release, as he announced um, the other day on Twitter, because he was doing a live 
basically like a event where you could watch the movie with him and he was live tweeting facts about the movie and all that. Mm. And sort of the, the capstone of it all was, was that uh, he announced that it's coming back to theaters now with the caveat, of course, that he doesn't know when we don't know when theaters are going to open, but that's the plan. Um, he'd been working with universal to, to make that a reality. This is all the more surprising, you know, going back 10 years ago, it was a bomb. Like it was not a success at theaters. Oh, really? Um, no, it was a total bomb. Um, I was so disappointed because I, I was like, this is the movie. This is going to open the floodgates for video game movies. Yeah. We're going to see all kinds of stuff afterward. And it just didn't happen. It, it tanked. Mm. Um, I loved the movie. I saw it twice in the theaters. And I'm excited to go see it again. Sure. So we have to also keep in mind that this movie also had a like a stellar cast that pretty much all went on to be famous Oh yeah, like and especially yeah, especially as long as far as like Marvel movies go, because like yeah, yep. like Captain America's in it, like Captain Marvel's in it also, right? And uh, yep, and and what's her face, Allison Pill, who goes on to become a uh, uh, Doctor Spy in uh, the new Picard show. If you <laughs> spoilers, but mm-hmm. have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, Michael Sarah's in it, and <laughs> well, Michael um, Sarah kind of doesn't Mary do Elizabeth- kind of doesn't do anything anymore, but the other people are still doing things. At least I haven't seen him in a movie in a long time. I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's been up to, but but no. So all I, these people, a lot of these people, went on to be really bankable stars, and they must mm-hmm. be thinking that as well. Sure. That, well, okay, yeah. now we could sort of re-release this movie and give it the sort of rollout that it should have had ten years ago. Yeah. So they're making it right. Other news. Uh, this sort of piggybacked on on Edgar Wright's tweet. Um, Brian Lee O'Malley, who is the author of the comic book that it was based on, he tweeted at. Ubisoft. He said, please bring back the what did he say exactly? He said, bring back the Scott Pilgrim game. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, Ubisoft yeah. tweeted back at him a little emoticon with like uh, thinking, yeah. You know, thinking thinking <laughs> uh, emoticon. Hmm, yeah. So these kinds of things are always planned out. You know, this wasn't spontaneous, right? Well, this is so, kind of this is kind of the way it's same the same thing that happened with AEW when I was trying to figure out about the wrestling, the wrestling game. They had a similar thing where uh where Kenny Omega like tweeted at, at the Aki Corporation or whatever they're called now. They're not called Aki anymore. Mm-hmm. And they and it was the same thing where he said, like, hey, we would like you to make a game for us. And then the guy was like, let's talk about it. Like something like that. So it was it was yep. same sort of thing. But I actually, you know, I would be excited if they brought the game back because I did I like the game a lot. I thought the soundtrack was incredible. Um the songs are very good on there. And it is a beat 'em up and it has leveling up systems and all that stuff and it's like a beat em up with RPG elements, and I'm into that. So if they bring the game back, hell yeah, I'll buy that game again. I'll buy it. Yep. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and if it has an online thing, we could do some some we could play it all together, and I'd be into that. Whether I, you know, I'm I thought the movie was okay. Is like depending on how I feel about the movie, I still think the game is a lot of fun to play, and I did really enjoy the game. So I still recommend the books. My, my I, I love the movie so much. Now that I see it twice, I went out and bought all the books. And yeah, let them all, and they're really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're really good. Yep. Yeah, and the but the I movie is very true to them. Well, not completely, but I thought I, I was impressed by how true. Me too. Yeah, it's as true as it could be. Like it. Mm-hmm. It's like I forget if it's four or five books, so you can't put all that into one movie. But mm-hmm. they did a great job. Yeah. So yeah, I hope for that game to come back around. But uh, speaking of games that might come back around, uh, we got some anniversaries we can mention quickly. Uh, yeah, so, this is kind of a big anniversary week here. Yeah. So well. Because when I meant uh, games coming back around is the whole rumors about the Mario re-releases. But 
Super Mario Galaxy 2, 10 years. I actually thought about, I, I almost broke that out the other day because I do have it digital on Wii U. Oh yeah, me too. Because I because I sold I, I forgot that I sold that. I ended up Wasn't selling that the, the first Wii game they put on the virtual console. It was. Well, the, well there were th- actually I don't remember if it was the first or the second one. But either way, I do have I I have it on there. I might have the first one too. I don't know, I haven't checked. But it, it was it was either maybe maybe it was two because it was like it was Mario Galaxy 1 or 2 and um and it was uh punch out and metroid prime trilogy were were the three they they released all three of them at once on one day during a during a direct it was one of those like and this is available now and they were all released as at twenty dollars and yeah i have it on my switch i i beat i loved galaxy 2 it's one of my favorite mario 3d games and i went all the way i mean all the way through the end and i still can't beat that final star it's the hardest fucking star ever and i and if you told me that you beat it i don't believe you so if you if you beat it, uh, send a video to me at at Nintendo underscore domain at Twitter, and then maybe I'll believe you. But uh, yeah, Mario Galaxy two, ten years, Perfect Dark twenty years. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. was, was it Microsoft Solitaire thirty years? Which I don't even. Yeah, yeah. I guess everybody played that because it was kind of included everybody, with yeah. whatever. People kind of forget that among the greatest games of all yeah. time, but that's like really like almost on a technicality. You have to put it there because every single person. Who owned Windows, which was everybody, mm-hmm. with like with that ninety-five percent market share or something. Uh, everybody played this game, yeah. And not only that, but it was the game that taught a lot of people how to use a mouse. Sure. And so then- Windows three point one was the first one to to have um, the, the the graphical user interface, mm. and a mouse was a new thing for a lot of people. How did they learn? They learned by dragging a little card around on a pile. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, everybody, I mean, most people knew Solitaire, I guess. So it just kind of, yep. kind of went from that. And now, and we'll be able to play it on the Switch eventually, not this version, but the Clubhouse version of Solitaire. And also, of course, Pac Man, 40 years, uh, still chomping those pills. That's for the original Pac Man, right? Not Miss Pac Man. The original Pac Man. Pac Land yep. or any of those other weird ones. Yeah. Hence all the, the sales and. The other news about Pac-Man. It's his 40th anniversary. I am as I am as old as Pac-Man. Pac-Man and I, we are the same. You're older than you're, you're older by three days. I'm a few days older than Pac-Man. So there you Pac-Man go. came out on the 22nd. Yeah, nice. It's the same with like uh, with the Empire Strikes Back. It's like a couple days away from my birthday. I think it came out on the 20th, and that's 40 years old also. But uh, yeah, happy bir- happy happy birthdays to all those video game stuff. Um, let's talk about the MGC thing. MGC has an official date for next year. That's all there really is to say, I guess, but it's tentative. Tentative Tentative date. Definitely say it's tentative. It's much later than it normally is. It looks, they want to do it the end of April, beginning of May. Cause normally. Which I support. Is that, would that be easier for you to get off work? Yes. Because of the, the university weekend that almost always falls on Mm -hmm. mom's weekend, which is one of our busiest weekends of the year. Yeah. So. Hopefully by that time everything will be okay again and we can go because yeah it was so. it was a big bummer not to go but yeah it's nice to release a reporter on here MGC you know everyone who's close in the Midwest area it's definitely worth going there's a lot of cool people there and lots of cool panels and stuff and I was hoping that we would get to meet Bob and his wife and all that and we it didn't happen but maybe next time maybe next year we'll get to meet him with retronauts and all that stuff. Hopefully that happens, and and if it would work better for you to get off work, then definitely, definitely do that. Is there anything else you want to mention? Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, as far as MGC goes, you know, I think that 
the main reason they're making an announcement and stuff is because they're trying to like I don't know like they're trying to get the ball rolling on everything they need to have it ready to go next year because this was kind of a disaster so I'm sure they're also wanting to kind of like protect themselves a little better the second time around in case it gets forced to close again Mm -hmm. here's one last thing that is of interest so anybody who was around for the Wii era might remember that um, Steven Spielberg signed a deal with EA to produce EA games the Mm -hmm. only game to come out of that whole deal was Boom Blocks for the Wii well, there was two. There are two of them. There were two boom blocks. There were two boom blocks. Yeah, yeah. the only series I should say. Yeah. Boom blocks and boomer blocks. <laughs> boom blocks are blocks of your booms. <laughs> so, yeah. So now it's been revealed that there's footage for one of the unreleased games that Steven Spielberg was making, and this game was called LMNO. It was essentially it was like an escort mission where you had to yeah. bring an alien across the country. It was like an adventure game. Wow. But if yeah. you want to see some vaporware from Steven Spielberg, there it is. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. It's had some interesting looking uh, alien character dude on it. That's that. But I think I think that wraps up our episode. This has been episode 221. Thank you for everyone for listening to it and and all of that. Uh, you can find more of our stuff at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Or if you'd like to hear more episodes from us, uh you can go to patreon.com slash Nintendo main podcast and pay a dollar and you will hear multiple episodes. We just, we just finished recording episode 15 plus there's some bonus ones and I'm planning on releasing the, the, the drunk birthday call also on there at some point. So you should have two bonus episodes this month. If you want to throw a dollar to us a month. And of course there's other tiers. Like if you want to give us 10, you know, we will deliver you perler beads from Jeremy, or if you want to go for the $50 route, uh, my wife makes very nice cross stitch, stuff so we'll make you very cross very nice cross stitch picture and frame it as well if you want it and all that stuff so you check that out on dead patreon.com and uh you can find us streaming at uh, twitch.tv slash nintendo main podcast we're also on there and uh yeah um i think oh and of course twitter nintendo underscore domain and jmax stack for jeremy i post a lot of footage from video games and stuff so if you want to come by and check it out it's uh worth checking out and of course i post stuff about these about this episode or any other things that i do i po- i try to post through twitter so that's where you can find like videos and stuff and of course uh, youtube.com slash nintendo main podcast i have all of the songs from from uh kk slider playing them on animal crossing you can look at all of those and the comments are pretty funny that people leave so it's fun to hmm. read those but yeah uh thanks and for expect it. some uh animal crossing tv soon yeah and i got some other stuff i'm working on that'll be it that'll be up there soon so look at look on that but yeah we're we're your hosts i'm trey johnson i'm jerry mikowski john nitter and uh thank you for listening we'll see you next week when we get on get in on that xenoblade and we'll see maybe that in the pre e3 replacement stuff yeah, and we might do some pre-E3 stuff as well. So come back then. We'll see you later. See you.